Hello, this is Paul McGann. And this is Jake McGann. And you and are listening, listening to... To Travelling the Vortex. Ding dong. as he travels the vortex and landed at episode number 151 and we are keepers of the flame of boredom i'm keith i'm sean i'm glenn that's why we go on for two hours to keep you from being bored <laughs> sure we'll say that keepers <laughs> of the flame of boredom sacred fire sacred flame how are you guys nobody remembers that good yeah brain you, 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 you remember oh, yeah. he remembered it too i remembered it in fact, we're going to rewatch it. Yes, we are. <laughs> on Thursday. Thursday night. For those that don't remember it or have never seen it. I just got confirmation that my uh, copy shipped. So I oh, did soon. you get that yesterday or today? My confirmation that it yes. shipped uh, yesterday. I got confirmation that my 10th planet shipped uh, the sixth, uh, yesterday. Yeah, on Saturday, right? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, me too. I was kind of surprised. Uh, me too. <laughs> Considering it comes out on... No, well, he ordered Brandon Morbius. Yeah. But considering oh, mine hard. comes out on Tuesday... When did you buy it? When did you purchase it? I pre-ordered it earlier this week. Oh, well... I'm sorry, I've had bad experiences of Amazon, of it not showing up oh, on release Oh, yours is Amazon. Amazon. No, it's WB. Oh, yours is WB? Oh. I'm just impressed well, that I'm, get, I'm, I'm probably going to get it on release date. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't buy anything this week. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do this week, Sean? Um, well, I did a lot of school and a lot of work, and, uh, yeah, that was about it. Back to, back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> I got enrolled for next semester, which is kind of exciting. I thought I was Ooh. a lot further along, because I had to have X number of mass media classes and X number of upper division classes and X number of gen ed classes still to go. Well, then I found out that, no, the two mass media classes I have to take are actually also upper division, so they're going to count for both. And I was Ooh. like, oh. That's nice. So I will have knocked out. After the semester, assuming I pass algebra, I will have knocked out everything that I need with the exception of my foreign language credit. And I think I am, unfortunately, this was not my decision, but the university um, scheduled everything that I need at the same time as French. <laughs> and it was kind of like, uh, <laughs> I could take one or I could take four. I'm, I'm, so I took, uh, I took the other four. Um, and I honestly think what I'm going to do is I think I'm going to bail on the whole French thing and take a Spanish class over the summer because mm-hmm. that way I only have the one class to deal with and be able to devote all my time that. on it. Be, da, 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 da. And she said, uh, my advisor said that she had really good luck with people that did that. And so I kind of wanted to Spanish take two to Spanish classes. You still have to take the two, but it's okay. done back to back over the over oh, the in summer a shorter session. amount of time. In a shorter amount of time. Oh, that's well, that'd be a better way to do it in general. That's kind of what I was so thinking. Um, but you know, I wanted to take Spanish originally anyway. But um, they were all full, oh. and so it was kind of a, well, I guess I could take French since I kind of sort of remember some of that from high school. <laughs> the difference is, though, realistically, unless but I'm... But then you kind of sort of didn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then it t- turns out I don't remember it. Um, the, the difference, though, is that with, with French, unless I'm traveling, like if I go to France or Canada or maybe French Indochina, the Philippines, somewhere that they still speak French, Vietnam, I don't know... Um, I won't use it unless I go there. Whereas at least Spanish, there's somewhat of a, a use for it here. So, a that, growing use. Yeah. So I, I kind of figure I'll, I'll do that. And I know a, a 
smattering, a, a larger smattering of Spanish words than I do French words. So I think I'll do that. Like so I got, I got that all lined up, and I'm real excited because I'm taking archaeology. Ooh! So I'm going to show up in class with my fedora and my bullwhip and my leather jacket <laughs> the first day and let her know, yes, I'm that student. <laughs> Where does the X mark the spot? <laughs> and then, oh, this was the amazing thing. So I had a very, uh, I won't go into the full details, but um, I had a very interesting find that our art department has a class called Video Editing and Effects. Hmm. And I went, eh? and went and looked it up, and it's all green screen work and uh, special effects work and creating 3D modeling and then importing that into video. And I'm like, why is this not part of the mass media curriculum? <laughs> so I contacted the teacher, and you know, I, said, I tried to enroll in your class, and it wouldn't let me because it said I didn't meet the prerequisites. And then I noticed there's a previous class that you teach everybody how to use Final Cut. And, well, I don't know much about Final Cut, but I've used Avid. So he met with me and he says, well, you know, have you done anything? I said, well, yeah, here's, you know, my website, go check out, don't look at these, but look at these. And he said, oh, yeah, you ought to be okay in this class. <laughs> so he gave me an override and he says, if you know anybody else, let them know. And I'm like, dude, there's huge demand for this. And he goes, yeah, I tried working with the mass media department on some of this. And there's one <laughs> professor over there. <laughs> I don't want to go into details, but. After two years, it became very apparent he wasn't really interested in doing anything. I was like, I think I know who you're talking about. <laughs> so even the other departments are like, that guy's a, you know, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I passed the word on to everybody and said, hey, anybody want to have a Digital Filmmaking 2 reunion over in the art department? <laughs> I got three people signed up already. So oh, nice. he, he, he's ecstatic. He's like, we never get anything from the mass media department. Oh, they, wow. It's like, we don't know about it. Yeah. So. That'd be a fun class. Yeah. Oh. And you know what else the art department has? I've seen it. I touched Paint it. brushes? No. <laughs> I touched it in his office. Oh, that sounded dirty. Um, they have a 3D printer. Mm. Ooh. We'll be using it in class. I didn't know Washburn had a 3D yeah, printer. It's brand new. They just got it. And he's he was all like, yeah, come here. And he took me downstairs and walked <laughs> in. Like, Look what we got. And I'm like, is that what I... Yeah. <laughs> He says, I'm thinking of like doing a thing like, you know, maybe we'll, you know, design a mask for a movie and then we'll print them off and use them. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm beside myself with that class. That's going to be cool. Cool. That is very neat. That archaeology, the rest of it's going to be like, eh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> what am I taking again? I, I have a feeling archaeology may not be as exciting as you think it will No, be. it won't be. But I, the, the difference is the archaeology, I, I specifically waited to take archaeology until the semester because the teacher who's teaching it is the same one I had for anthropology. And she was phenomenal. Betty White? So, no, it wasn't Betty White. Oh. Uh, <laughs> a thousand points for the reference. So. <laughs> he uh, gets it now. Yeah, I do get it now. But um, she was really good. So I could have taken it you know, last semester. I was like, but you're not teaching it. So uh, I waited. Understandable. That, was, that was my week. How was your week, Ron? It was good. I didn't do much, but it was good. Anything I had a wedding on Saturday. My cousin got married. So oh, we congratulations to, to them. Yes, we drove Which to, cousin? Uh, Chrissy, which would be John Boy's sister-in-law. Okay. <laughs> Put everything in perspective around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much have to. <laughs> I um, met that one. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they, they, that was a nice little service. Or it was, was, it was a nice, quick, casual one, too. Everybody wore jerseys because they're all huge Chiefs and Broncos fans. So, that was oh, kind of funny. Really? Yeah, that was funny. That was, uh, well, Chrissy and... Uh, her husband Jim are both Broncos fans. They're the ones that got married. Oh, okay. But, that, that made but it my then. family, so Chrissy's extended family, are all Chiefs fans. 
So there was <laughs> just as many Chiefs representing there as there were um, Broncos. So the Broncos unfortunately have one up on us yeah, this week. They won tonight. So, but congratulations to the Chiefs for such a long stretch. Oh yeah. Well, now we're tied for first with. The Broncos. Broncos. So it was, it was a good division, game. I, so. I can't complain. I mean, what I, I saw the highlights. I didn't actually get to watch it, but it was, it was a well played game. I think. I think the Chiefs kind of screwed. They fell apart where they should have. But we. It, it's kind of been one of those things. If you're a Chiefs fan, you knew this was, was coming. It was a, <laughs> a, a well played game by the Broncos. Yeah. There you go. That's that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Isn't that kind of expected from the Broncos? We just could start. Well, it's been expected from the Chiefs. So I mean, well, it, was, it went in, matched up really well. So, but we. Meet him again in two weeks, so we'll determine who really is the best. There's still time. <laughs> um, what else did I do? Friday I went to a uh, party at the uh, library for Doctor Who. You did? Yeah, yeah, I did. How was that? That was a ton of fun for the 40 minutes I got to for the <laughs> Sean should talk a little more about that because you were there for nearly the whole thing. I was there time. for most of it, yeah. We, um, we, Of course, I had to work, so rushed home and <coughs> then had some things at home that created a bit of drama and caused me to be late. I was not happy about that, but uh, we, we got there, and it looked like the uh, you were there for the early part of it. When Yeah, the, I got there sh- like 6.15-ish. And they had the, the crafts in full swing. Yeah, they had uh, make your own paper oud with yarn for the tentacles. It's a bookmark, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I believe that. it's a bookmark. <laughs> Seems a little thick for a bookmark to me. Uh, and it was cool, whatever it was. It was, it was very neat. Uh, and then uh, coloring pages, uh, craft tardises, and little sheets of, and a whiteboard to practice writing in Gallifreyan. And then you, every, as everyone entered the room, they got a sticker to put on a picture of your favorite doctor. And they had 12 of them hanging on the wall. They did. Yeah. They, they, they had, had Capaldi. Not Capaldi the war doctor. Right. They had Capaldi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt uh, like they should have put up Cushing. No, gosh, no. If they're going to put up Capaldi, no. and we haven't seen him well, yet. If they're going to put up Cushing, then they can put up... Uh, Shaka Doctor. Yeah, Shaka Doctor. Shaka they're going to put up Rowan Atkins or any of that stuff. Oh, that would have been really tough to vote for then. <laughs> I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think it would be a surprise to anyone out there that uh, David Tennant was the runaway favorite, um, according to our folks down at the library. He had the most orange dots on Second his face. Second was the fourth Doctor, though, right? Uh, Matt Smith, I think, came in. Really? Because I went over and looked and counted the dots kind of quickly, and Matt didn't have near as many as the really? fourth did. Well, maybe yeah. may, I thought I thought she I, said it was well, maybe maybe they had them reversed when they were taking them down. Maybe. maybe it was the fourth Doctor, second, and then Matt Smith. But it was. I mean, that's just what I saw. It so. was your pretty standard Entertainment Weekly top three. It was who you know? expected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None of them were sh- shocked. So. None of them were shocked. What so shocked me though was um, who Keith voted for. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> Not who you think, listener. But uh, that, that was really cool, and they had a lot of Part kids of that there. Because yeah, yeah who I know. Who you think doesn't need my help? Yeah. But um, they had a lot of kids there, a lot of costumes, a lot of doctors. There was a fantastic Dalek costume, which I'm glad. Did you get a picture of it? I'm glad you did because they were out of the room before I had the camera. Yeah, I, I only briefly saw them set up. Um, Our friend of the show, Ben. Uh, yeah, donated a bunch loaned, of his loaned. He didn't donate. Loaned. He loaned. loaned. <laughs> <laughs> it's on loan. Yes, it was on loan. Uh, a bunch of his merchandise. He hails from the UK and works here in Topeka. Lives in uh, lives in Kansas City. His dual also. residency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of free residency. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> countrywide, he's got. But a yeah, so residency he 
Oh, for London, US London. and England. Yeah. Apparently, see. he was in in London last month, and had he had, or a couple months ago, and had he had known I think in it was advance, last month, yeah. he would have brought a lot of his original stuff from like when he was a wee child. Like he was telling me, his ten figures that he had yeah. are all tucked away back in in his London flat. And here is mostly new, new series. Look at you stuff. speaking like a native. <laughs> His but London flag. He had a lot of really cool stuff, including I think Glenn posted a couple of pictures of this. The first Doctor Who annual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. That was cool. I had that posted that, and I had uh, the uh, Doctor Who role playing game, which is, he says kind of cross. It's kind of a hybrid. hybrid. Oh, it's a role the play. It's the one that has the one? yeah fourth Doctor okay. on the face on uh, the front of it. Um, he said it's kind of a hybrid. He says rolling role playing game, but it's kind of a hybrid with a board game. So he's got mm. it's got a board as well. So he said that that was kind of nice. He invited us over to play, so we mm-hmm. have oh, to we do that. Have to go over sometime. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's got some very nice stuff, and they had him in the little display case. Well, that's just it. Even the stuff that he loaned <laughs> from here, from his house here, they they only used about an eighth of it. Yeah, they had the rest of it locked up. Because they, they just they had these they had no five room. little displays and, and they had a couple other people that had loaned some stuff as well. So I think they felt the need to kind of you know share the wealth. But the majority the of his the, the majority of that stuff in there was his. And I I did not. It's still it. there. Did you I was take a picture? Saturday. Anybody take a picture? I didn't take a picture. Oh, okay. I thought of it. I forgot about it. And Ben told me it was out there. In fact, I was there when they were talking. I forgot about to take a picture. Pulling all his stuff down, <laughs> and they said that they were going to leave the rotunda up stuff up until the end of the week. So. It was still there Saturday, so I'm, I, I, it'll I, be there until the uh, yeah. they said. Okay. So, so I, I heard her, I heard her aren't in that information out with him, so it's it's I'm certain that it will be there. And more proof that you should never underestimate Doctor Who. They had the room set up so big, oh, and they had to expand it. It was only filling about a little over the third of the room, is what I was told. Mm-hmm. Well, and then they had yeah. to open the for partitions. Yeah. yeah, for seating. Then they had to open the partitions, and they put chairs nearly to the back. In fact, it looks like they moved the craft tables back. So that <laughs> yeah, they, they did. The chairs they they pretty much took down the craft to table. To the <laughs> overflow craft. Yeah. Well, it was, which is great. At, at first, it was, let's add some more chairs. And let's add some more chairs. Let's add some more chairs. Now we're going to knock this wall out so that we can add more <laughs> chairs and move the crafts out of the way. So we, we estimated what? Um because the room itself held a hundred and well, that was just that one section of yeah, the room. Yeah, the, the the Marvin will hold I think up to four hundred people the, yeah. with all of the rooms open. Because yeah. for the listener, there are three different rooms for Marvin Auditorium. There is an A, a B, and a C. And A and C are the larger parts, and then B is in the center, and it's the smaller part. And the partitions roll through the middle of the room and separate it into three pieces. And so, if you open all of them up, then you get all of Marvin Auditorium A through C. And that's what they ended up having to do in order to accommodate all these all these people, which is fantastic. I had no idea we yeah. had a Doctor Who fan base that big here. So um, fantastic to see. Yeah, in fact, uh, I met uh, Chris, uh, who's uh, a friend of the show now. Uh, she's a local Whovian that we've kind of contact been in contact with on Facebook, and she created yeah. a site called Whovians of Topeka and Lawrence. And we're kind of her and I are hopefully with your guys' help are trying to organize a, maybe a get together. Um, since we obviously have <laughs> a big enough, a big enough yeah. and we thought about maybe doing it at the library or Chris suggested doing someplace with coffee. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could at least start off a place yes, with coffee. Yes. So we're going to co- try to organize The library does like have that. a coffee shop. So That's we just, can just it, go right across the hall from Marvin. So, so we're going we're gonna to see what we can yeah, do there and get, maybe like give a little bit of a 
bigger presence here to be good. Organized presence. Obviously, there's a presence. We just need to organize. I think you organize it. Yeah. And there was also a uh, showing of a fan-made parody video. Which I was there for like the first five minutes, and you were there for part of it. But Sean was there. I was there for the last. I I saw about fifteen minutes of it. Well, not even fifteen. I don't. I I think the whole thing maybe ran fifteen. I should say I saw about a little more than half of it. So it was a uh, a fan based uh, Doctor Who parody called "Don't Blink in the Library." And I understand they do have it uploaded to the library yeah, site. Yeah, they said it would, they would put it I on YouTube it and connect it. Okay. They said within this week. Within this week. Said. So yeah. maybe we should put in the show notes the link to the, so that everybody else can go see it. Let me see well, if it's not there. Let me see if I can find the Well, you understand what I mean. And the idea was that it was fan-based, fan-created. So you downloaded the, the script and then you um, went out and filmed your own version of it or at least scenes of it. And you sent and uploaded everything, and then they edited all these little bits and pieces together to create a coherent story. And the idea being that, you know, the doctor always wore this particular outfit, the companion always wore this particular outfit, so that you could tell who was who during the course of events. And we were supposed to take part in that. That was one of the uh, the, the, the secret projects that you may have heard us mention on the podcast weeks and weeks and weeks back that we, we were kind of excited about. Uh, and then all heck broke loose here, and I got sick, and Mel's ground, uh, dad died, and it just kind of you know sucked all of my availability away. And we never got anything off the ground trying to shoot, and we feel really, really bad about it because we were, we were very much looking forward to being part of that. Yeah. Um, well, I think we were part of the reason they made it a... Extension of the deadline once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think they were very much looking forward to. Oh yeah. Well, for you guys, sure. We'll we'll delay it. Oh yeah. Well, now I feel really bad. Sorry. So our apologies to that. But it looks like they stepped up and uh, they had some uh, some very fun entries. And part of it was done with uh, stick figures on popsicle sticks, and right. some of it was done with uh, sock, sock puppets. puppets. Yeah. <laughs> I saw I saw some of the sock puppets. So very very inventive group yes. there that they had. Yeah. Um, and the parody was fun. So it was fun. And they had uh, nifty trivia slides at the beginning of the presentation. Yeah, a lot of memes. A lot of memes circulating, which was fun. And uh, just uh, just in general, it was very cool. So it was. I was very impressed by it. All. I was Bravo, very impressed. Bravo to the Topeka and Shawnee County Public Library. They and hopefully, uh, they said that with the turnout uh, before the, they started the video, that hopefully they can do something like this again because it was so popular. Yeah. So let's hope so. That'd be great. Did you do anything else, Glenn? Uh, that was it. Today I watched the Chiefs. I didn't do much else. Clean house a little bit. Rake the yard again. <laughs> Lots of leaves falling, I yeah. assume. Well, it wasn't too bad because most of them were blowing out of our yard because <laughs> it was so windy today. So it was just a five-minute job this time. That's so. not bad. I rewatched. Uh, I watched Doctor Who this week. We watched Genesis, <laughs> Genesis of the Daleks. Yeah, Genesis of the Daleks <laughs> on uh, Wednesday night just because. Uh, what? Go ahead. Uh, just because after watching the Daleks uh, last week, it made me want to go back and rewatch that one. So I did that. And then the movie, we did a tweet along for Who who with Friends. How did that go? It was good. I mean, it's always good. It's not the movie, good. but, you but know. I, it, um, well, it was the two of us, mm-hmm. and then Chrissy, Brittany, and John. Josh. 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 Josh Hapless joined in. And then Michelle joined in. Uh, unfortunately, a little late because she wasn't aware of it. Aww. Yeah. Why wasn't she, I included on this list? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> well, because it was really kind of quickly organized, and we didn't do it on Facebook. Uh, um, it was it, Twitter. Uh, yeah. So it was, most, it was mostly done on Facebook. So, yeah. so the friend, we, all of us, again, Michelle, we apologize. Happens, sorry, we apologize, Michelle. We didn't leave you out on purpose. But we will 
Uh, Brittany is organizing, I haven't seen a time yet, Brain and Morbius on Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah, so, probably about the same time. Yeah, probably. Uh, and then today, uh, Sarah and I rewatched. Hunger. So, Michelle, Brain and Morbius Brain and on Morbius Thursday. Thursday. Keep an eye out for the time. And then, other than uh, Friday Night Who? Oh, I watched Mind Rubber today. Since it follows up Dominators, and next week I'm going to watch the the, the invasion. Uh, and then today, Sarah and I rewatched Hunger Games together in anticipation of next week. Ooh. You're going to see. Uh, We're going to see Catching Fire. Catching Fire next week. Yes. On IMAX. Is the plan? No front wood. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing goes awry. And that was pretty much it. It was a pretty low key week. We're going to have a good geek out day on that day because uh, yeah. the reason we're going to Kansas City. <laughs> What's that the, other thing that's happening? That other thing that's happening. You think that's happening on the 23rd? It's not a big deal. It's not deal. a big deal. Something, something Something's happening. Um, but yeah, we're doing that. And then we're oh, we, should, we should talk about that. That uh, Screenland Armor Road Theater in Kansas City is holding a 50th anniversary celebration and uh, we are going to be there. Uh, at least Sean and I. So. <laughs> where are you going to be? I already going? told you where I was going to be. I know, but it's still fun. I already had a party organized with my family, so I'm going to stick to that. So if you're in the Kansas City area, uh, it's, it, I'm, I'm correct, it's free, right? It is free. It is free. It's yes. free. The doors it's absolutely open, free. open to the public at noon. Uh, there's going to be a viewing of run-up episodes. Yep. There's going to be a TARDIS. You can uh, get your pictures with TARDIS. You can get your with Dalek. They'll have caricature artists there that you can get a caricature done. Costume contest, trivia contest. It's basically prizes. a mini who con is what it is. That's is what what Keith and I will be there. You can meet two thirds of the traveling vortex group. Are you going to wear your shirt? You're going to wear your, your uh, probably jersey. jersey. I don't know. I might wear the shirt. I'll, I'll be wearing my traveling the vortex shirt. My shirt's falling so. apart, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to wear it anyway. I think I've I haven't worn it since. Planet Comic Con. I might hit it with an iron. Washed it very delicately. Just in case. Mine's peeled nearly off. So I ironed mine pretty, pretty heavily. I bought cheap iron on. I'm sorry. (laughs) So looked good when those darn Dollar General jobs. (laughs) (laughs) If only our thousands of listeners would contribute to our T-shirt fund, it would have gone better. So you're looking, looking for a place to do a in Kansas City. It's, it's yeah, they're gonna simulcast, so it'll be at uh, the the viewing watch should be at what is it one fifty our time next yes. week? So central. I assume because they're not on the official list that it's just one of those things that somebody's got a feed where they got BBC America. I don't know own. how they're doing it, so I don't know the specifics of the. I'm not on the technical area yeah. of of uh, yeah that. I don't care. I'm gonna get to watch it on the fiftieth <laughs> <laughs> on a big screen. All right, well, let's uh, move on and talk a little bit about news. Because there's another uh, show, Excitement, it's going to be this week on Thursday, I believe it is. Is that correct? Thursday. Yeah, next Thursday on BBC Two and then Friday on BBC America. America. Uh, We got a trailer for an adventure in space and time. It looks so good. Did you guys get a chance to see it? Yeah. You got a chance to see it too. It looks fantastic. Now, I just screamed at uh, the BF, uh, BMI, is that what they, or BF, BFI. BFI, British Film Academy, and it's just been getting raved. Would that be BFA? Or Institute, B, uh, British oh, Film okay. Institute. They've been, they've been doing screenings throughout the month, all year for Doctor Who. And uh, so they screened this one already, and the people that w- had a chance to see it, uh, Early Peak, said it's phenomenal, said it's so good, it's very enjoyable. 
that there's you know obviously they they took some liberties with it but that it's it's just so well done and so well acted that uh, I didn't hear a bad word about it yet. So. You know what's funny is there's a whole run up to this year that we're going to get this docu drama an adventure in space and time or time and space whatever it's called space I, and time space, space and time I had it right the first time um, I, it just didn't really yeah, okay cool and I was on board with it but I didn't really I didn't really think about what that meant and then the trailer made it was like oh wow this is like you know a movie <laughs> I mean, this is like Hitchcock this, or uh, you know, JFK. or Yeah, I, I don't know why. The, the That's term, the definition of a docudrama. I understand that, but <laughs> for whatever reason, the term docudrama really kind of just threw my brain into a different track, and I wasn't expecting that. And then I saw the trailer and was like... Even seeing the pictures? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, the, and, the, and then seeing the, 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 the trailer was like, oh, I know what I'm in for now. So it's all better. Not that it was going to be bad before in my head. But, I, you know, I, I'm really excited. For I'm really it. excited now. Especially because I, I kind of had no idea what kind of direction they might go with it. And now I think I have a better idea, but I still think we're going to be full, pleasantly surprised with what they do with it. It looks light and fun, but I can see where it will but it looks, move into kind of a heavy message there and, 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 yeah. and, and some and of the, the drama, drama of, of what it took to put especially, it together. So. And especially with, uh, sounds like looks like some drama with Hartnell, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. which I honestly don't know a whole lot about. So, I will probably learn a lot. I hope so. <laughs> Assuming that's all true. I've been uh, doing a lot of reading on all of that that went down and listening to commentaries and whatnot on the uh, mm. DVDs. So, I've actually been prepping myself. <laughs> I probably am setting myself up for now, disappointment you, because then I'll notice what they changed and go, oh. <laughs> are, are you focusing more on the beginning or the entire run? The entire run. Okay. Yeah. I think that's what impressed me most about this trailer is that it's it's more it's further stretching than we than I thought it would be. Well, oh, I knew it would go all the way up to even though, even though I they knew, talked about even the though I knew that they cast did, Troughton. Well, they and they talked about uh, filming the regeneration scene. So yeah. I figured they'd go as I, far I, as I, that. I figured they would jump that far. I didn't know how much focus might be on that. Oh, I, I figured a lot of focus would be getting it off the ground, and then we'd kind of jump forward and kind of hit the cliff notes. But no, I, I think, think we might focus more come on in where you know, the, the because to replace it. I mean, for some people already know this, and 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 maybe you don't, but William Hartnell for the longest time they said he had he pretty much wanted to leave, and because he was sick. And so he had a hand in saying that, you know, Patrick should be his replacement. And that all of that was nearly true. He really didn't want to go. He was forced out. And I think that's going to be kind of what mm. the, the show will focus on in that, that aspect. So, See, although he did get a, pick, he did get his, a say in that he thought Trout would be a good replacement as far as everything I've read. Uh-huh. So that part is 100% true. Because hmm. the trailer definitely gives it off as, you can't do this without me. Right, right. Yeah. So that, that that's why I say it looks like that's the the, the, the route they're the drawing. The, the, yeah. the, and then that's just surfaced recently. I think uh, hmm. based on uh, interviews and, and biographer accounts and, and whatnot. Because, like I said, for years people were under the misnomer that uh, William Hartnell left on a admirable. You know, yeah, yeah I, I'm not good. We should pass this on. And it although, didn't although, really turn out to be that one. Although part of it, part of the trailer seems like he's kind of playing off the popularity of it of like it seems like the way it's cut the way the trailers cut together it seems like during the peak of Hartnell's years like he's saying how great this show is and they couldn't do it without me 
and then it kind of turns focus. So it, it seems like when he's saying that, it seems like it's Reign of Terror era as opposed to later. That's the impression I got from the trailer. Oh, no. Um, it, it could just be the way it's cut. Yeah, I think it's the way it's cut because I, I think it was certainly... I mean, it was... I could, I could kind of see it both ways of him being yeah. egotistical and him being, you can't do this without me at the same time. Yeah. I mean, Peter Purvis has some interesting stories about how it was so difficult to work with Hartnell because he wanted things a certain way and he was misquoting lines all the time and dropping mm-hmm. lines and it was really difficult. In fact, Purvis, he told me at Gallifrey that it was rough working with him and it was very <laughs> difficult and he didn't have a good time on the show on yeah, the series. I remember and, you talking about that. And so uh, it would have been about the time that, you know, Stephen joined the TARDIS. So that was happening. So that was probably the beginning of what you're referring to. Yeah. So anyway, well, we'll find out on Thursday yeah. or Friday <laughs> for us rather. So I'm excited either way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went way into that more than I probably needed to. Uh, we'll speaking of the very start, we had talked uh, last week about how the BBC is in B- litigation with uh, I can't remember the general's name, but it's the son Anthony of the man that Coburn. yeah, the son of the man that created Anthony the Coburn's Tardis. son Steph had challenged, but according to the BBC, that will not stop it from airing an because right, there was child. some question last week, yeah, if uh, it will actually air as to whether it would air or not. Speaking of unearthly child, and BBC Four is running that, correct? Uh, saw that? Yes, BBC yeah. 4. 10.30pm yeah. uh, Thursday, no, uh, November 21st. Speaking of unearthly Following child. Adventure Space and Time. Sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't. You did it on purpose. <laughs> You're entitled. I do it to you all the time. Okay, so following, following that. Following Adventure in Space So Adventure Time and Space first, then Unearthly Child. But that's mm-hmm. on BBC 4. Four. In the UK. In the UK. We don't know what BBC... Well, we do know what BBC America is running something different. They're running a special or something. I, I'm not sure. What I don't it's, 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 it's airing primetime Friday yeah. on BBC America, so I don't think BBC America is airing an Unearthly Child. They're running something because they've got Doctor Who slated like well, yeah, they, they've yeah. got yeah, okay, but not an Unearthly Child. Speaking of which, speaking of Unearthly Child, I happen. But then there's this one that did. <laughs> <laughs> I happen to boot up my Xbox this week. Um, which is unusual in and of itself. Because <laughs> what's an Xbox? I don't have time to play anything. Um, and uh, I changed my avatar into the winter clothes because I thought shorts and t-shirt was a little inappropriate. <laughs> and then we had 79 degree weather this weekend. So why <laughs> anyway, so um, on the, you know, when, the, when the loading screen comes up and you get to the, the, the original home screen, guess what's on my home screen? In the big box. Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh, what is all this? And I clicked on it through Xbox Live, where they've got all these things there. You can watch Unearthly Child. Ooh. You can watch Genesis of the Daleks. You can watch Earthshock. I mean, you have to pay for them, obviously. You no, have to pay yeah. for the episodes, the season pass or whatever it is, and then download them. Um, I don't remember what the Troughton was. They, they, they had several episodes, and it looked like it was a lot of stuff that was not on Netflix. Interesting. I think that's true, because iTunes has done the same thing. They've got a, they got what was called... Um, um, it's called Doctor Who Samplers, and what it is is essentially for... That's what uh, Brittany had to download for the me, Daleks, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but you can, you can buy them individually, so you don't have to buy... Like, when you say sampler, you can get them all... Well, let's see. Here's oh the best of. Okay, they they're, they're doing him in the best of. So I can't see. Oh, here's the Trouton one. The best of the second Doctor contains. For you can get all of these for twenty bucks. 
or you can buy them individually for a dollar ninety nine. Now this is iTunes. This isn't this is Xbox, iTunes, okay. but I'm wondering if maybe this is the same thing. Um, it's What's called the, the list Classic of episodes? Series. Uh, well, the or does the, the Trouton is Ice Warriors. I think that's right. Actually, uh, maybe Seeds of Death, the recent release, um, Tomb of the Cybermen, the Crotons, and that's it. So you get four episodes, I believe, with each of these classic, which is which is really cool. Um, which means there's a lot more than what was on there originally because then they haven't pulled the um, oh and there's also one called Doctor Who Monsters the Daleks and you can this is probably where she got it the, you can get the Daleks all six seven episodes. oh yeah it was the monster collection and then Asylum of the Daleks is comes with that well, as well maybe they've so. rotated that out then because that's what I went and clicked on to see what monsters they had and they had Genesis of the Daleks and there's another one called Monsters Davros yeah it was the and Davros that set. one has Genesis of the Daleks. And the Stolen Earth and Journey's End. Yes. So what they've done is they've paired those together with new series episodes. So you got to get a taste of where they started and where they came to. That, which is neat. That's a good marketing it's, it's, idea. It's a very yeah, cool. But they, they, they had they had the first th- well, uh, that's not the five same. Doctors. Is that the same as the DVD sets that we reported on a while ago? Uh, might be. Can I maybe that's where it's I wonder maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, they had the first five Doctors listed. And then there was the 50th Anniversary Collection. Yeah. Which that had yeah, so that's what it is. Yeah. The 8th, 9th. And tenth revisited specials yeah, yeah. that you could get on there. Right. Okay. Now, unfortunately, they didn't have any episodes from six, seven, or the TV movie. Ah. But okay. you know, they had the other. Oh, specials, here's another so. one: Doctor Who Monsters, Sontarans. Uh, I can't find the first Doctor, but there's there's a best of first Doctor as well that I ran across. Um, so, which has I think the Aztecs. Oh, here it is: Classic Series First Doctor, uh, Aztecs. Oh. Oh, this has the revisited on here, so you can buy the uh, revisited. Yeah, and you get yeah. an earthly child. Oh, that's it. Sony has <laughs> uh, PlayStation has the revisiteds with the extras. So I think what this is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt. I'm, you. I'm, I'm scrolling through. Okay. Uh, all I see is oh, and an unearthly child. See, so okay, I think what so this is is this is a it, they're 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 cross marketing to the digital platforms. They're right. making them available digitally is what they're doing. Well, and they're obviously doing it on the uh, X or the uh, what do they call it now? The Xbox Store. I think they call it. Xbox Live. <laughs> well, it, it's, it's all marketed through because you, you don't have to have an Xbox. You can have Windows Player in order to get uh, them as sure, well. Sure, yeah. So, Microsoft there's, Store. There's a new way that they're they're marketing all that, but uh, but obviously it's iTunes. Xbox Live. You say <laughs> on the PlayStation. It is store. on the PlayStation. Probably store. on the Android Store as well. Google I was just thrilled that it's like it's on my Xbox. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's, that's, that's amazing that they're reaching out to all these different platforms at this time, and 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 hopefully they do well because again, yeah, if they do well on digital. We'll get more content and more apt to get missing episodes. So, so good good news. Thanks, Sean, for bringing Unfortunately, from my phone, I can't look up other episodes. So you can get Unearthly Child if you have an Xbox or if you have or iTunes. Or a PlayStation. Or a PlayStation. So, so you can great. join us. Chat along. For Friday night. Tweet Friday. along with us. Readily available. Yes. We should mention, speaking of digital formats, that uh, Big Finish has finally an announcement for us. Okay. <laughs> they released Death Scene of the Doctor of the Time Machine. Yay! Wait, yay! <laughs> Which, an update from last week, and I think it was Holly that pointed this out to us, and so thank yes, you, Holly. She did. Keith and I were half right. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it had been released, but we... we we had just had some cross information on we how it had been released. Right. From. Apparently, iTunes and Audible had a copy of it. They were able to release it. Um, Big Finish was still in some confusion because they're the ones direct. They were directly working with AudioGo as, as far as distribution goes. And so now this week, uh, just this past few days, 
Big Finish has now been allowed to release it on their end as well. So it is now available through Big Finish as well. So if that's yes. how you've been getting your copies of Destiny of the Doctors, then you can get it there at Big Finish now, which is exciting because I'm glad that they were able to, to iron out whatever out, they had. Yeah. Now, I did see a tweet or something from Nicholas Briggs last week, which is why I said, don't worry, they'll iron this out. I think Nick Briggs had said somewhere that, hey, everything's going to be okay. It doesn't affect Big Finish yeah. much, so don't worry about it. And that's why I was pretty confident that it was do, do you remember last week when I said there was a picture of a box? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the yeah. box that the I was thinking. Okay, there, there's that another one, because that's kind of silverish. Mm-hmm. The box is silverish. There's another one that's blue. That has soundtracks. soundtracks. Okay, yeah. and this, this is that, all Destiny of the Doctor. Yes. That's the one that he showed us, though, was the soundtracks because I remembered it. In fact, I went back and looked it up, and I went, "Oh, okay, yeah, this is what Keith was talking about." So. Yeah, I thought it was, I, at the time. I thought so. It again, have both of you are right. <laughs> Yay! I like being right. High five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two halves of a right makes a whole right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was some other big finish news that kind of slipped under everyone's radar because of the Minnesota. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the information that's came true. out the same day, and everyone was freaking out about Night of the Doctor, and overlooked that Tom Baker, Lala Ward, and John Leeson are returning to Big Finish for new Lord, stories, which is exciting. Yes, because they haven't done four and Romana two right. in this new run yet. Because before Mary Tam passed away, they did some. Uh, they her. did some Romana one. Well, and they're wrapping and up. He has done some with Leela, yes. which is what they're just finishing now. Well, and they're wrapping up the Gallifrey run with yes. Romana two. Romana two and going into Romana three uh, uh, and Leela. Leela is in that as well. So. Yeah. So it sounds like they're they wrapped up or. Uh, Lala Ward won't be busy with that anymore, so now she can do she this. She can move over and do some stuff with Tom, and obviously their relationship is amicable now, so. <laughs> <laughs> or they're going to record in totally different rooms and hope that they play off well together. <laughs> Ooh, I like to believe that they're amicable and everything's water under the bridge at this point, but you never know. I would hope so. There's going to be a limited She's edition, married edition to box Richard set Dawkins now, right? Yeah. So. Called The Fourth Doctor by Gareth Roberts. <gasps> So Gareth Roberts is writing some Fourth Neat. Doctor stories. Neat. That's exciting to me. Well, who is it? You, is it you that told us that he's working on the uh, City of Death? That he hinted that he was that working on, yeah, on, he on that. City of Death yeah. novelization? So yes. that's exciting. I, I, I still think the Adams estate must have felt that he did a good job with it. Did a, he a did. nice job with it. So. He did a really good job. That's it for Big Finish News. All right. Well, let's real quick before we get into the big exciting stuff this week let's talk a little bit about missing episodes oh okay yeah go ahead for sure do you want to i thought you were going to something else i'm sorry no um missing episodes i had alluded last week that we might have a i'm still not i'm not going to go to into this too in depth because i still do not like to exactly i don't like to propagate these rumors however in some of my digging around on the internet I came across somebody that had some bit of clout in a lot of people's minds and that kind of convinced me that we're going to get an announcement. I was hoping it would be this week, um, but perhaps it's it's pushing to next week. Um, if you've been following this, there has been some uh, drop that, that Marco Polo is supposedly there and Sean, as a matter of fact, is, has come across some information that when he goes to the article that purports it is gone so that kind of leans to the fact that um, that might there might be some truth to that and they're they're pulling those so that 
they can get everything prepped and ready. But yeah, um, I have a feeling though, from what I understand, is if there is more, there won't be a though. It'll be everything will be released in waves still, but it sounds like they're going to drop all of the information soon. So mm. that's. I wanted to touch on that. Sean, you can expand on that anymore if you'd like, but that's where I was hinting to last week. I didn't want to get anybody's hopes up because I had I was privy to that uh, last week, but my, my sources aren't 100% solid or anything. So, I, I again, that's still out there as rumors, but it, it sounds like the chances are pretty good. It's, it's just a matter of, ah, oh, hurry up and announce it, mm-hmm. or don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't make us wait. I, I, I posted on the on the website that I just kind of created a blog. I hope I didn't steal anybody's thunder by, you know, postulating that maybe this is floating around out there in the ether. But I just that's where I'm at. I'm I'm literally we beside had a loose myself. Come out yeah. this week that uh, talked about your time. irrational fear. <laughs> yeah, your, well, your excitement for, but your irrational fear for it as well. I so. Just. I, I'm just beside myself over the idea that you know if 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 the if the high end of this rumor is is true and it's it's all rumor. There's the, you know we talked about this back in June, ninety episodes possibly. It's like, <gasps> and even if it's just Marco Polo, okay, it's Marco Polo, <laughs> you know. But man, what if? Yeah, <laughs> that's all I can say it's about it. Stuff. What if? And I disagree with your sentiment in your Loose Threads uh, post that um, I have been living the we have we're fandom that has that tragic backstory because we have <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the tragic backstory. I'd rather have I want everything. it all. Yeah, no, I, no, I, <laughs> I agree want with to be that. in the same camp as Star Trek and and all these other Which, Battlestar Galactic and all these other fandoms that have everything available to them. We're still going to have that tragic backstory because there are stuff that just was not sent overseas. Yeah. Fortunately, it was only a handful of things that now they can definitely animate. <laughs> <laughs> You think and they'd I'd animate? love to see him animate. You Feast to Steven? You think Absolutely. they'd animate Feast to Steven? Absolutely. Why not? Let's put it right there in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen an animated version of it, so. That's true. A fan animated version That's of true. it. So. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I just. Oh. Uh, kind of completely side point, but while I'm thinking about it, um, so we, we, I've, I've been working very diligently and very hard to get a whole bunch of Who stuff in at Divinity Stock. All these episodes and stuff are starting to come yeah. in. And, and then been, you're not there when I come in. Yeah, <laughs> you just keep missing them. Uh, pretty much closed. That's Unless it's Tuesday I, I, morning. Uh, Tuesday morning? Coming. Tuesday morning? To, usually Tuesday this mornings. Week? I think this week I may close, but I have to double check. I'll double check my schedule and let you know. <laughs> what time do you get there to close? I mean, two. to work to close. Uh, I go to work at two. That's yeah. why yeah. I miss you. That's why you miss me. You keep well. That one day that I was there, like you kept coming in, literally like three weeks consecutively. I was there, but you hit me at lunch. I was oh. like, seriously? Because <laughs> I would come back and there were figures gone, and it was like, well, who bought these? I don't know, some guy. He was looking for you. It's like, must be Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we, we've got all these episodes in at work, and I'm very ecstatic, and I've, they've, they've been very good about basically sending what I've asked for, and I then was, getting us I on the a, auto replenishment. So I was, we'll continue I was to get them. Impressed that Tumas Cyberman was already replaced. Tumas Cyberman, yeah, that's pretty much that's the right, next week, week. We, yeah. we get them in. Um, I had a gentleman in today uh, who, well, I, I, I talked to generally on average about three, four people a day who are excited that we've got the stuff now. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. And yeah. they're not people I know, which is an exciting thing. Um, but he bought Doctor of the Movie, yay, without having seen 
the other thing that we're going to talk about later. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was like... Did he know of the thing? Nope. I directed it. I don't know why we keep saying this. I I directed it. Night of the Doctor? I directed him to Night of the Doctor. Did you tell him to watch the movie first? Yeah. I said, don't, don't, don't. Well, he remembers it. He'd seen the movie back on, you know, in 96 when it aired. And he was just like, I can't believe this is finally out. And, I mean, he he was just like, ah, you know, like the Holy Grail. He was clutching this DVD like it was that hard. And I was like, well, have you seen the, the miniseries? He says, no, I've only kind of caught a handful of, like, I watched some Eccleston, and then I didn't see much Tenet, and then I've seen a handful of Smith, like, up to Amy and Rory leaving, and I haven't just got back into it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know they're doing for this? And he goes, yeah. I said, okay, da 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 go up here. <laughs> look, look, go, go look up Night of the Doctor. Don't read anything on it. Just watch it. He says, okay. So I'm hoping that his brain went. <laughs> but I just I had to share that story because it was just it was one of those in the middle of this crazy hectic weird day that we had today because today really did today really sucked. But in the middle of this weird day, it was just one guy and he's just he's clutching that Doctor Who the movie. So well, this would make a great segue, but I do want to mention something real quick that's off topic here. Um, but what reminded me is vintage stock is uh, we are. St- Still working on getting our winners oh, yeah. their uh, minifigs, or their not minifigs, their uh, vinyl figs. Um, but I believe we're still waiting on a shipment to Vintage Sock of the Doctor's set, right? So that they, right. our our, our uh, winners have a chance of getting just solely Doctors. So because uh, you really don't want the Scribble Monster from Fear Her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, the, the vinyl fig of the Scribble Monster would just not do it for you. No, we're, we're hoping we're, we're waiting on a shipment to get in so that we can get some of the prime real estate yes. as far as these figures go. So um, just hold off. We've got the three winners. Uh, it's not like we're sitting here laughing like, ha, 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 we've got your money. No, we're, we're, ready to, <laughs> we're, ready to, we're ready to go as soon as we get our shipment in. So just... Hold on tight. Hold on tight. Stay and I may have some information on that. Talk to me off mic afterwards. Okay, Remind me. terrific. All right. Should, should we talk about children in need before we go to Night of the Doctor? Because we're not going to talk about it as long. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now Glenn's looking at the notes going, I can't make that work. I have this set in my mind. This <laughs> no, is how I'm that's do okay. It. It's just they go. I was going to do them in the order of how they dropped this week. Because okay, I think that's, that's significant. So. Oh, really? Let's talk yeah. about Night of the Doctor. Let's okay. talk about Night of the Doctor. <laughs> Wait, like, our friend, we gotta do our dun dun dun. I don't have a big. Oh, enough. that wasn't even big enough. No, yeah, I don't no. have a big enough dun dun dun. Nothing you can do that was nothing, big enough. Nothing you can do big enough for that. I, I, the, the, our, <laughs> our friend Patrick tonight asked us, "So, what do you guys think of the minisode?" And I went. Ah! <laughs> he's like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm Kermit. You look like Kermit when you do that. Yeah, you even got the like floppy and, arms and, going. And, everything. and unfortunately, he doesn't quite get our gleeness over it. He thought uh, it was cool, but he's not. He's never seen the movie, so uh, we're gonna have to rectify that. Yeah, or listen to any big finish. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, you were I, talking about. I offered him. Oh, I have, I have his episode. If you want to watch it, and he's like, it's not all audio, is it? I was like, no, he did a television <laughs> movie. <laughs> Well, because you talked about this guy coming in and buying the movie, being excited, coupling it with the fact that he's done this big finish stuff, and 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 the Night of the Doctor really just qualified to me. All big finish. Twelve years of big finish audio that was just fantastic. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I love the way Colton phrased it on our, our our Facebook page that he he literally broke down companion by companion that because he mentioned Charlie 
that canonizes this, this, and this. Right, right. And because that canonized that, then all of a sudden these companions are now canon. And because those companions are now canon, there was this one where they crossed over to the fifth doctor, all the fifth doctors. So, yeah, pretty and much. And essentially canonized everything. Everything yeah. from Big Finish is now canon. Just based on name dropping. Yeah. I, I think even just name dropping the, the, the fact that there are these companions. Well, it simply did. General, but you don't, you don't have was, to backtrace everything. But no, well, not, 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 not just the eighth really, doctor. Well, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, I, it was, you, you can just, no, you're absolutely right. But it was nice how Colton was able to connect the dots and go, well, to make it even more official. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was kind of cool. So, okay. Get, 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 I want your first reactions when you saw it. Like, when you. When you I, 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 well, I saw it before you guys. I know I'm you sure. did. I know you did. In fact, I almost screwed things for, well, probably both of you. But You almost did for me. <laughs> I'm going to go first, actually, because here's All the right. deal. I was up late. I probably when, was, when, did I, the, when did this drop? I, I don't was, know when it dropped either because I was probably you were last because I walked in while you were watching oh, your no, first no, <laughs> But it was probably I was probably awake when they posted it. I just wasn't online. I was watching Genesis of the Daleks. What, oh, yeah, yeah, what, what day was it? It was, it, two, it, was it, it was late. Late Monday night. Late, late no, wait, no, no, late no, no, Wednesday night. Wednesday late Wednesday night. night. Yeah. Okay. It, it dropped Thursday. Okay, so late Thursday Wednesday night. Paul McGann's birthday. Yes. Which made this. So late Wednesday night, I was up late anyway. I was editing, I was working on homework, and I was working on uh, my, uh, I've got this PowerPoint for this Flash Gordon presentation that I'm doing in class tomorrow. So I'm all over the web. I am all over the web and didn't see a thing on it. And I literally must have missed it by like five minutes because it was four in the morning when I went to bed. hang on a second. (laughs) My timestamp on the Twitter account showed five o'clock when the Twitter when the tweet came out, and it timestamps my time, time zone. zone, so it was five o'clock here when it dropped. No, that, and it said within an hour it will be on. Okay, so it probably uh, went down between five thirty and six so o'clock I, 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 our pro- time. I probably missed being there for it live, quote by unquote, an hour by, so. by an hour, hour and a half. So then I went to bed. And as is my kind of morning ritual custom, when I reach over and turn off my alarm clock, which my alarm clock's my phone, and I pick up the phone and I kind of thumb through, did anything blow up while I was asleep? <laughs> you know. Well, what blew up was my phone. <laughs> With all of our Vortexians going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and I'm like, What? And click on the link, and it comes up with the, you know, just the very generic description of the mini-sode. And I went, oh. And I almost didn't watch it, because I'm in bed. You know, I'm in my PJs, and I'm sleep my eyes and everything. And I went ahead and clicked on it. So my first viewing is on my tiny little <laughs> phone with the cracked screen and the broken glass and everything. Uh, and I'm watching this, and it's going, and I'm a doctor, not the one you expected. And I went, oh. Did you drop and crack your phone some more? I didn't. I didn't. Now, here's the sad thing: is I feel like I cheated myself out of a bigger reaction <laughs> because I'm still in bed. I'm vertical. I'm laying there with the covers up over my thing, and my sleep addled brain is kind of going, "What? <laughs> like, what? Like, I really didn't get that. If I had been awake and this had dropped, I mean, like, if I had stayed up any longer working on that project and seen it drop, you wouldn't have gotten any sleep. No, I'd have been like, just you know, I'd have been, I'd have woke Mel up. Honey, 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 come here, you gotta watch this. You know, I'd have dragged her out of bed at five in the morning and said, You gotta look at this thing, it's the coolest thing in the history of things, you know. And so I and I kind of just laid there and and then I booted it up again and watched it on my cracked tiny little phone screen. <laughs> and I watched it a second time, and it was just like, Oh my god! I mean, just 
And then as the day went on, it got bigger and bigger. I watched it like oh, eight times before yeah. I went to work. Oh, yeah. And then I got to work, and Drew and James were working. And I was like, <laughs> just, ee! And they're like, what? It's like, have you seen it? No. Okay, James, figure out how to get on YouTube on the computer. Because, of course, everything is blocked on our computer. <laughs> we, can't, we can't look at anything. And so James is like, well, I don't know if I should be doing this. So he pulls it up. And we cut the music, cut the music. And we, we booted up and pumped it through the speakers at work. <laughs> you know? And they were both like, and they're watching, and the spaceship is crashing. And then... I'm a doctor, and both of them went. <laughs> and they had the greatest. Re- and of course, I'm standing there with this cheese eating grin because I know. And Drew only a few weeks ago was introduced to the eighth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Drew, you want to talk about somebody whose mind was blown? I wanted Drew's reaction because he was like, <laughs> and he's pointing at the screen that uh, that 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 that, and he's not like confused. He's excited. <laughs> that that that's the eighth doctor. I said, yeah, I know. <laughs> James is just sitting there with this grin like you would not believe. Just this huge grin on his face. And he's like, and he looked at Drew and Drew's like, that's the eighth doctor. And James like, yeah. Like he's confirming it with her. And Drew's like running around to people in the store that he doesn't know. That's the eighth doctor. And they're like, what are you talking about? So I go back to put my coat and everything up. And Drew follows me back to the office. He's like, that's, I was like, dude, go back and finish watching the episode. What are you doing? <laughs> So then they went home and watched it over and over and over again. And it was just, oh. And then I saw it before Friday Night Who. Yeah. (laughs) Drew walks in and he's like, oh, that again? (laughs) So, and I'm so, I I have to throw this out there. Because as the day wore on, because I was trying to get it to Mel. It was like, you've got to. You got to watch this, and she every link I sent her wouldn't work on her phone because, of course, she's in this big corporate building downtown, and nothing works for the state because it's all copper wiring and pipes and, and you know concrete and stuff. So she has no signal, and her Wi-Fi and everything's blocked. Her computer can't do anything. And I'm like, you literally, you need to you, you go take a bathroom break and go in the stall and watch this because it's that cool. And I don't want you to be spoiled on it. She's like, I'm not going to see anything at work. Just put, boot it up at home, and then I'll get to it. Well, I finally found a link that I'd sent to her through something or another, and she called me. Like half an hour later, she went, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you watched it? Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> and I, I have to throw this out there because as I was so worried while I was trying to get something for Mel, and the Facebook posts started piling up mm-hmm. as everybody yeah. was sharing it, that all of a sudden all of these posts started coming out about Paul McGann returns to TV. Here's right, the link, right. you know. And because by that time, then you're just yeah. Well, and I'm so grateful that I had caught it when I did lying in bed on my tiny right, little right. cracked screen because had I seen that post I'd have just been robbed of the whole well, surprise and- mine was that I got up that morning got the kids ready got them dressed got going to school and I was on my computer and the kids but we were literally just about to walk out the door and the kids are sitting on the couch putting their shoes and socks on and everything and I'm looking through my Facebook posts and I I don't remember who it was whether it was Rachel or it was Chrissy or who it was somebody had posted I can't believe this. And it had a link to <laughs> Night of the Doctor. And I went, oh, okay. I didn't realize that was going to drop today. I said, well, I'll cue this up. So fortunately, I went to – actually, it was on my phone. It was on my computer. It was on my phone. But fortunately, I have Apple TV, oh, which I push one little button on my Apple on my iPhone, and it goes right to my Apple TV. So I fired this thing up. And so Caitlin's there with me, and Mason's over here on the other side. And we're watching this, and chips crashing. And I hear, I'm a doctor. And I went, <laughs> and my jaw dropped to the floor. 
still couldn't believe I was hearing what I was hearing. And then they showed him. And as soon as he started talking, they started... I looked over at Caitlin, and I had this big old grin on her face. And she looks at me just as slow, and she's got this big old grin on her face. I had no idea it would be that reaction for her. Just this big old giant grin on her face. And then we both look back, and she goes, um, that's... And I said, yes, it is. <laughs> and so we're both sitting there with like braided, bated breath watching. And I'm looking over at my son, and he's over there, and he's kind of just watching, and he's smiling, and... So it goes through and it's all done. And after it's done, I'm happy that you're happy, I, Dad. I look back at Kate and, and I go, "Yeah!" And I start clapping and cheering, and she starts clapping and cheering. And Mason jumps up off the chair and starts, "Yay!" Jumping around, and of course I go, "Do you know what you're cheering about?" No. <laughs> Thanks for the support, son. But anyway, so then yeah, so then I've got to take. I'm like, I gotta watch. I gotta watch everything again. Kids are going to be late to school. <laughs> no, we can't watch it again. So we, I rush him off to school, which fortunately is only like two blocks away, and I come back, and I literally watched it seven times in a row, over and over again, getting the exact same chills. I'm getting chills now talking about it. Yeah. Chills every time I heard his voice. Yeah. Every time I heard his voice. It just... Throughout the day, I can, and I think that's when I, I texted both of you because I, I don't know for some reason in my brain you guys had seen it. <laughs> so I text. Oh, I guess Paul was involved. That's all I texted. That's all you said. And so I so then I watched this. I watched no. I watched this two or three more times. Five, six. I don't know. Ten more times. And as the, <coughs> the morning rolls on, I think, oh, Keith's not even up yet. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. So I got on my phone to see if there was a way to take a text back. Unfortunately, there's not. So then I walk into work, and he's... <laughs> so, okay, so let, let, let me pick up. Okay. So I, my alarm goes off, 11.45. Look at my phone. Four and a half hours after I've texted him. Look at my phone. Zero hour plus four. I, I see a bunch of notifications, clear all. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. People like my Instagram posts. Okay, whatever. Okay, delete. <laughs> I'll look at them later when, I have, when I'm awake. I check my messages. Message from Glenn. So Paul was involved. What? I haven't had coffee yet, and we've made it very clear on this show how I don't function before coffee. <laughs> you do not coffee. function before coffee. So I go, and I hop in the shower, and I think to myself, what was he talking about? Something must have leaked about the 50th. Da-da-da-da-da. I'll look it up when I get to work. Da-da-da-da-da. I get to work. I start working. I get a little break, and I'm like, eh, okay, I'm going to go look up what he's talking about. I, I hop on Doctor Who News or whatever, and I'm like, oh, the, uh, the, the Night of the Doctor, that mini-sub dropped. Okay. Click. Ah! <laughs> Pause over my speakers, and I'm like, oh, boss is in the other room. Um, go back to work. Go back to work. And so I wait for a little lull and think in the back of my head, where can I get headphones? Where can I get headphones? Because mine disappeared from my desk. So where can I get headphones? So I go find a pair. And I, I come in at uh, one, uh, new, uh, 1230. I finally get around to watching it after seeing it probably the first three minutes or whatever gets to the credits 
30 seconds maybe. You walked in at 1.30 and yeah, you just started I, watching. I, I, I was about halfway through when you yeah. started. Oh, okay. So there was about a half an hour time between me watching it and seeing the first three minutes and me getting to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an excruciating 30 minutes. It was the longest 30 minutes of his Ever. life. So, so but then I get to watch it. I call Glenn an expletive. <laughs> oh, he takes the headphones off. I said, is that your first time watching it? He takes the headphones off and he goes, you expletive? <laughs> Jokingly. And I went, I know, I'm sorry. And I was totally joking because I, my, my jaw still dropped. And there were other things that I was not spoiled by. And then so we geek out about it. We have a, Every day we have a 2 o'clock meeting. So we geek out about it before then. And then we go back to work and kind of geek out throughout the rest of the day, but I don't get a chance to watch it again until after my shows are done and after my <laughs> 9 o'clock is done, so I don't get the chance to re-watch it until like 8 o'clock, 8.30. And it's already been too when, long. When I get his headphones again, I'm like, let me watch this again. I thought maybe this would teach him to sleep in all day. But. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens when you sleep? You don't. You miss things. So... so. <laughs> I, I, I have to throw the biggest thank you and compliments to our listeners mm-hmm. across mm-hmm. the board for being tactful in their posts yes, and not spoiling absolutely. it. Yes. You guys rock yeah, absolutely. harder than 90% absolutely. of fandom absolutely. on that day. I, I just I cannot express how proud I am of our listeners. <laughs> that sounds self-serving and stupid, but it, I just... You guys are awesome. Absolutely. You guys are awesome. Everybody, even peripherally associated with Traveling the Vortex, except for Glenn, <laughs> <laughs> did not spoil... No, I didn't spoil it for any of our listeners. No. <laughs> <laughs> did not spoil it for me. <laughs> and I'm thankful for that. Because I kept seeing everybody just all over the boom, boom, boom. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I, it's one thing to be excited, but keep the secret. Which And people were posting, happy birthday to Paul McGann, and using the promotional picture from Night of the Doctor. Yeah. Well, I did that, but I did that but, later. But, 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 but wait That's a minute. Different. But, but wait a minute. I By noon, maybe even one o'clock, because this came out in the UK hours and hours hours and this. hours and hours so by noon or one o'clock our time I was I, I was at the point where I was like you can't contain this anymore yeah and so I was actually fine with people that started posting that stuff see but really for that first half of the day I saw a lot of that go to your computer watch night of the doctor <laughs> Or, go to your computer, watch Patrick, it, and that was all they were saying. Too, and he Patrick texted, me a link texted us, saying, yeah. "Go watch now." Yeah. So, well, <laughs> from know. Patrick, who, who, who enjoys who, but isn't like our level of, and and yeah, literally a text with the link, "Go watch and, uh, now," with periods between each of which, the words. And, and <laughs> in my half awakeness, I didn't put the two together that Glenn and Patrick were talking about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he's talking about this. Just, Periods punctuating each word. My, my favorite now. thing of this whole story, well, there's a lot, but oh. one of my most favorite things is is this is how it all started. Doctor Who official, the official Twitter feed, uh, tw- BBC Doctor Who, the official Doctor Who Twitter feed, posted, this was at, uh, this would be 5.18 our time. So... A.M. Yeah, so that would have been early in the evening for them in the U.K., they, t- they wrote, surprise, the 50th starts now. 
The Night of the Doctor on iPlayer in less than an hour. Speak to no one until you've seen it. <laughs> Run. <laughs> That's simply all they did. And when people showed up, they got what they got. So that was incredible. So obviously we all love this. Best birthday. So awesome. I win for But it's things. also kind of bittersweet to me. Because it's six more minutes of Paul McGann as the doctor. Mm-hmm. That means we also get his regeneration. I tell you, I did. I, the regeneration wasn't I thought would be an issue for me, but it it works no, so well because it, it puts closure. But there's so the much more story to tell. I know there is. Even this is the, this series. is the end of the the chapter or the end of the story. But there's a, so much more of the. Of the I want to see tell. him running from the time war. Yeah, I think that's that would be wonderful and. It, I, I really want to see now Big Finish pick up and, and really go, just run with it. Just let t- fill in that gap. Fill in that story. Tell us what's going on. Um, obviously, there's been a cry, a, a, a cheer out there for uh, <laughs> people to uh, uh, see more began on television, which I would be none opposed to. <laughs> and Sean has a little information on a uh, petition that is circulating now. There is apparently an official... Um, What's the website? Is it startup Change. or is it change? Change.org. Change. 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 Because uh, there's startup as well. Yeah. Or not startup. Um, Kickstarter? Kicks, no, no it is startup. Thing. It's startup. Because Kickstarter is the one that tries to get money. money yeah. Um, an official uh, petition <clears throat> uh, to do something with more live action Paul McGann, whether it's a miniseries or a web series or a. We don't care. <laughs> Just give us more Paul McGann as the doctor. Even if it's more mini episodes. Yeah. And, and, and realistically, it, 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 it's mind-bogglingly awesome if the BBC were to pick this up and run with it, with the idea. Because it wouldn't... I mean, I, I, I yeah, I'll take a whole series of mini episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'd, I'd take a Children of Mead-style five-episode five miniseries. I'd take a whole season. I want Paul McGann <laughs> as a doctor on the screen in front of me. That's all I want. It doesn't be any sort of form, anything. It, it's, you know, ah. Uh, and and, and we, we, we talked about this all day at work, and it's like, okay, the top ten things about the minisode. Number one, Paul McGann. <laughs> number two, yeah, the regeneration was in it, and they talked about the time war. And the, this, uh, number three, the sister to Karn came back. And number four, Paul McGann. And just... <laughs> And, and there were so many little Paul McGann or Eighth Doctor things. Moffat in it. writes him so well. He really does. Here's here's what was. Although, although I saw an interview with Moffat afterwards, or maybe it was you who told me about it. That Moffat said, "Really, you were, the Doctor's written the same no matter what. It's the <laughs> actor puts his take on it." Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. And that's what I was going to say is, I really got the impression from listening to Moffat's interview or reading Moffat's interview and seeing this minisode is Moffat knew that Paul had built so much with Big Finish in this doctor. He knew. And I really could tell it came off that he gave Paul the flexibility to do with what needed to be done with that yes. character. Yeah, And that's what impressed me the most is that Paul doesn't skip a beat. He is the Big Finish doctor, the eighth doctor. He, he still has those echoes of the of the, of the movie Doctor, but he still He's has. Obviously, it, 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 it's it is, been a time. Obviously, it, it shows how phenomenal Paul is as the Doctor, in that he can go from these shoes they fit perfectly 
to this world-weary, I'm tired of the time war, and I don't want to be here, but okay, fine, I'll do it, and the angry get out, and and, and that whole spectrum in oh, six minutes. Oh, so many chills. Yeah. I mean, how many people can do that? I, I just, oh, I know we, I know we, I know we champion. It's kind of like flogging a dead horse. We, we, we champion Paul McCann around here, not a little bit. <laughs> but I, I think this shows it. And, and the comment was made at work that maybe, maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe Paul McGann is so good as the doctor. He really is. Our primitive human brains simply can't handle it. <laughs> we can only handle six minutes. They, at a they, time. they, they knew. They had him in a yeah, whole ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they had him in a TV movie and said, realistically, you can't have him the full ninety minutes. You're only going to get him for an hour <laughs> because he's that good. And then we have to take him away from you for sixteen, seventeen years, <laughs> and then maybe you can have another. I don't know, six, seven minutes. And that'll be about it. And then he's going to go away again because he's just that good. I don't. I don't know, but. Oh, <laughs> just and then there was the plot, which wasn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Paul was in it. Oh. This is the nice thing: is we brought eight back, and we made the sisters of Karn relevant. Yes, Who saw that coming. Relevant? Ever? No. <laughs> of all the things to bring back, not just villains or, or companions or oh, but who better to bring coming. back because of their disdain for the it Time Lords? So it's well, oh my gosh, it works so well. You can tell Moffat was channeling all that classic series and Big Finish when he when he wrote as, this. As, as as much as fandom should respect RTD, they should bow down at Moffat's feet <laughs> just because of Night of the Doctor. And at this point, when I go pick up my Blu-ray, it's not going to be I got Day of the Doctor. I got Night of the Doctor. On <laughs> oh wow! I uh, just. Uh, Okay, okay, where do we where do we where do we officially start? We still haven't really. <laughs> Can I just say now that it might be just the high of Night of the Doctor, and it could oh yeah change again it before <laughs> by the time I see Day of the Doctor. But Paul is very close to Matt in my top Doctor list. He has definitely outpaced John Pertwee as my favorite classic Doctor, and I. I Say this not just because of the high of the night of the doctor, that is helps it, it builds it up, but it cements more of what I've loved about his audios. So it's very possible that Paul may be my favorite doctor, and I it's who I voted for at the library, and technically cheated and put two on this because <laughs> I lost my sticker when I went to put up my cardboard TARDIS, and then I found it, so I went to put one back on. <laughs> We we actually all voted well except for you. You voted for uh, who did you vote for? Fourth Doctor. You voted for Fourth Doctor. You you voted you voted the party line. You did good. Sarah I, voted ten. Sarah voted ten. She voted party line. Mel, I and and Keith, who's you know obviously writing that high. Mel and I kind of fell back on your philosophy of you know because they gave me the sticker and said, "Well, go vote for your favorite Doctor." And I said, "Well, which one's on my TV right now?" Because <laughs> I use that line all the time now, and people think it's brilliant. So kudos to you. But then Mel and I thought about it. I was like. Technically, that was the last episode we watched. So he's the one that's on our TV most recently. So Paul gets the sticker. <laughs> and I'm so hungry now to go listen to more bi- uh, Big Finish audios. So I went and listened to Light at the End. You finished? <gasps> I finished it. I started it Friday, finished it Saturday. Oh, we can't talk about we that? Can't talk about that. We can't talk <laughs> now, about that now. I'm glad I listened to it in advance so I can re-listen to it. 
Yeah, we can't talk about that now. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was like, well, I want to get more Eighth Doctor. This has Eighth Doctor in it. I'll go ahead and just continue this awesomeness high. Um, so where do we want to start with Night of the actual Night of the Doctor? Well, okay, so there was a spaceship and it was going to crash, and then Paul McGee showed up. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get past that. <laughs> There's nothing. Not the one you were expecting. You know, the only reason I had to go back and watch it again is because I had no idea what the plot was. Yeah, <laughs> I just knew she was mad. <laughs> And he crashed and was going to die. I'm pretty sure that it wasn't until about the third or fourth time that I watched it that I actually heard any dialogue beyond, <laughs> but not the one you were expecting. <laughs> because the rest of it was this high-pitched audible, I'm a doctor. <laughs> just didn't hear it. It's the uh, sound of my own squealing. That's all I got. Um, it's, it, you go from this elation. You go from this, oh, yay, the doctor's going to save the day. And it's the eighth doctor, which makes it even cooler. And, and look, his there's his name TARDIS. is in the credits. Yes. <laughs> and there's his TARDIS, and he's going to save her, and they're going to go on board. And then there's that powerful <clears throat> pow. Yeah. No, I'm not going to you. You, uh, you know, you're one of them. You're a Time Lord, but I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> that wasn't me. And, and such a nice little such powerful line of who can tell the difference. Yes. Oh. oh, that was wonderful. That's, that's that's better than the Daleks the time who can tell the difference anymore. than the end of time ever did. The, the writing in this, I, I, I keep going back. The writing in this episode is pitch perfect mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you get that light-hearted McGann Doctor mm-hmm. moment of oh, I'm one of the good ones, and you're like, Yay! Yes, and you're you championing this. And immediately it's followed with, who can tell anymore? Mm-hmm. Bam. And you're brought right back down to that yeah. crash. Well, he says, at least thug. I'm not a Dalek. And she responds and with, like, who can tell anymore? Yeah. Who can tell, who can tell Bam. anymore? And it's, oh. the whole thing is this. Mm-hmm. She just keeps shutting him then down. she closes the door. Oh, I and know. And deadlocks it. And he pulled out the right Sonic. Did anybody else notice <laughs> it was the right? I'm sure it was a toy because they weren't going to rebuild that problem. No, no, I don't no. care. It, it was, was the fine. right Sonic. It was fine. It was, it was the right Sonic. It was the right Sonic. Well, no, I mean, I'm sure they didn't. No, actually... I was going to say, it's fine if it was a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right that's, that's what I mean. It was the it right was Sonic. So, you know, it was so, fine. And, and it was the right TARDIS. Everything. <laughs> a lot worse for wear. A lot worse for The only thing that I, I think the only thing that would have made my squee a higher pitched audible is if the door had been open. To the TARDIS, <laughs> yeah, and, and we could have seen that console room in there. That would have been like. Yeah. I heard Paul Solomon couldn't uh, ship yeah, it he over. Couldn't ship it over. <laughs> so we just need a photo that we can overlay them. And then there's the gut punch of the ship crashes, and I'm like, oh, don't tell me that's how he regenerates. No, I, my, my first thought was, oh, he had to get in the TARDIS. I've got like six more minutes to go here. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the timer. I was just. <laughs> I was only painfully away. aware of the time because I had to get my kids to school and I was afraid I was going to get lunch all before I left. So, yeah, and, and what a crap. That was rather. <laughs> I'm going to say, that sucked. <laughs> just a, just, they even put the sound effect in there. <laughs> okay. And then the sisterhood comes out and it's like, oh, wow, the sister. Okay, for all did, you did newbies anybody, out there, did, these did, are did not the chick. Did you first? I wasn't. I, no, you, we weren't sure who they were. No, until they no, brought, no, that's not true. It's not that I it was an instant recognition, but I had that. I just had that moment of, is they, that? You know what I mean? It was familiar. that. It wasn't a. No, it wasn't even a. That looks familiar. That was my first thing. Was but surely that's not the sister of Karn. Sisterhood of Karn. It was one of those really doubtful. They didn't go there, and yeah. then when they did, it was like it was another wave of elation for me. I was like. <laughs> Not only am I getting Paul, we're calling back to this. 
Brain of Morbius, peeps. Brain of Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and for all you newbies out there, this is not the group from the David Tennant episode with Fires the witches. Or the Fires of Pompeii. Yeah, that's, not, that's, the, that's the one. That's the one. Because people are confusing thinking. this, thinking this is the, the girls, the, the group, yeah, yeah from with Fires of Pompeii. It's not them. I believe, I still believe, that this is the, the in time, uh, end of time, part one and two, the gal that's the doing the prophecy, the, 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 the seer, I think they call her. I'm Who still convinced is she is... Oh yeah! No, no, no! Totally the, the lady at the end of the table that she's got, she's all oh, whacked out. She said oh, yeah, yeah. she's giving the prophecies. Yeah, I totally think yeah, she's a sister. I think she's the last. I think because then there's been this war is still raged on for years and years and years, and, and she's gone nuts. She's insane, and she's the last of them. I'm still convinced that 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 oh, works yeah. now. In fact, I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah. This story. Elevated, elevated my likeness. <laughs> you can do that. Wow. You go, Moffat. You made me appreciate something that I've always thought was a crap story. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I've always liked the Time Lords part of those stories. Yeah. I just, I really appreciate. Can, can you do something with Fear Her? <laughs> can, can, can we have a scribble monster with Paul? Because maybe that would be awesome. <laughs> but anyway, so you know, yes, the scribble I, monster would work really well. I did audio. do. I did have the moment <laughs> of. I did have the moment of, surely that's not. So I think I recognized him, but it was one of those, I, I, d- I doubted I recognized him, but I did. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. I'd seen pictures leaked of them, and I was like, hmm, they look kind of familiar. Oh, see, I didn't see I'd, I'd, I'd seen that picture. That's now the the image of the YouTube video before yeah. you hit the oh, That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it could so easily have They got that under wraps really well. And... It's so, four minutes. Yeah, you only got four minutes left. Oh, oh well, he's it? definitely regenerating. <laughs> yeah. You've only got four minutes left to live. Four minutes? That's an eternity. Bring me a television. Bring me a, a bring me a, a knitting. Whatever knitting. <laughs> oh, bring gosh. me knitting. Bring that me knitting. The last thing. Oh, the line is fantastic. That oh, line that is wonderful. And again, I wonder how much of that is Do you know who you Moffat are? and... The sisterhood of Karn. The keepers of the flame of boredom. <laughs> How much? <laughs> how much? Is, eternity, yes. Yeah, Marcus, if you will. <laughs> how much of that is Moffat and how much of that is McGann? I think no, it's a weird one. I think it's hand in hand. Oh, man. Hand in hand. So, we, we, you know, we're on Karn, and he was bringing, I'm back on Karn, which is kind of a twofold because now that all of Big Finish is canon, he's the Eighth Doctor visits Karn at one point in the Eighth Doctor mm-hmm. Adventures. A couple times, I, got to. I heard. Um, but I can't go into that yet. Don't look it up. I've already looked it up. You suck. You suck more than anything's ever sucked. I went before. to go see. Have <laughs> we been the Have we been the card before this? Leave him alone. We're far beyond spoiling him anymore. Anyway, so I'm tempted to go pick up the new beginnings and just go watch it. So that then, teach you. <laughs> You're watching Truck and Last just for that. I'm even going to skip. We're We're going to watch this one, and then we're going to watch. <laughs> No, we're we're gonna watch Legopolis and uh, Castrovella, and then we'll go back to Trucking. <laughs> we're gonna watch them completely out of order now, just for that. Anyway, so we got the Sisterhood. Oh my God, the you're Sisterhood! Already, you're already you already uh, uh, threatened to put Twin Dilemma before Trucking. <laughs> it's true. You got that one in at work. <laughs> oh, did you? I didn't see that one. How much is it? Nineteen. I should just go buy it. Just say okay. Let's break down. It's done. Piece of- of my collection. <laughs> I'm going to own it someday anyway, so might as well get it now. You sure, okay. you, sure you don't want it to be the last one? We're going way off topic. <laughs> anyway, so the sisterhood are in this, and we get this great line about four minutes is an eternity. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. And she's going on about the potions, and that was when it was like, oh, I know where they're going with this. 
when they started bringing out the elixirs that I, you'd be fat, thin, male, female. And it was like, yay, mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. cannon. <laughs> Drive that point home, fans. Yes, See, it's I don't, possible. I, I, not that I'm a, a, a naysayer of that possibility, but I think it was a way to... It was an interesting mix, though, that it's like you necess- you don't necessarily get to choose, but with these elixirs, you could. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, I mean, that, it kind of gives... It, 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 okay, now, correct me if I'm wrong. She also says Time Lord science is elevated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, it's, it's been since we watched it for Halloween for Brandon Morris, and maybe you remember a little bit better than I do, Glenn. You know, on Thursday. <laughs> when they are discussing with the fourth doctor in Brain of Morbius about the elixir and the flame and the keeper talk, isn't there a line about that they have shared this with Rassilon and then apparently he took it back to Gallifrey and genetically yeah. modified it and gave it to the Time Lords as part of yes, their genetic this, makeup. The, the, the elixir that they is like the... What, is, caught, what started regeneration? Right. That right. Was, that's what they imply. It's okay. never directly said, but that's what that's how they imply that's how I took it, that so. Rassilon took that secret altered it, and that's why the Time Lords essentially became king to be. Became, became immortal yeah. for all intents and purposes. Okay. Well, became Time Lords because I mean, that, that, well, that coupled with the fact that he, they harnessed the power of the yes. black hole, that's what made them Time Lords, essentially. Yeah. It was all of that combination. Well, because really when you think Wrestling about it, started Time Lords society. What, 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 what good is, is what it to be able to travel in time if you don't have immortality? Yeah. I mean, you uh, almost yeah. have or to have least both. a lengthened, a lengthened <laughs> yeah, mind. To be able yeah. to appreciate it. Because I think only Rassilon found true mortality. Immortality. But hey, He's still kicking somewhere. <laughs> I believe that, too. He's, <laughs> oh, in, yeah. he's, he's in a storage closet no, in Nigeria hoarding he's episodes. In a, <laughs> he's in the Divergent <laughs> Universe. <laughs> No, anyway. he came back for the end of the war, at the very least. Oh, wait, but then he, no, he and the others were, well, no, they did. We don't know. We don't know how he got out. We don't know how he got out, but he got out. He's still around somewhere. I'm, I'm, it's like Davros. He's like a cockroach. Well, no, 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 can't no. Kill I him. think anything that took place in Big Finishes pre Timothy okay. Dalton, yeah. we yeah, don't know where they are from there. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. they were sent back into the time bubble. So Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so at that moment when the elixirs came out, I, I began to have this sinking pit in my stomach because <laughs> oh no, I know what's coming, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't want Paul to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather you kill him. Sweetness, that, that is yeah. the bitter sweetness. I'd rather you, know you kill him. I'd rather he die. It's just to open. That was the end of it. And, mm. You know, no, don't even. And but then it happened, what, what, and it was so it, awesome. When, when it happened, great. I was elated. Yeah, when it happened, because I, I did the same thing. I, I did that moment of, oh, this is it. This is this is the end. This is this is that moment that you lived through with every one of your doctors that we haven't ever had and thought we would never have. And then it happens, and and the way it was, the moment was not prepared for. <laughs> Physician, heal thine self. Oh, was, oh, that is one of the best oh regeneration gosh, lives ever. Yes, absolutely. And when he, he chooses and he picks up the bandolero and he looks at it and goes, "Warrior." Oh, that was, that was just. And then the fact that it's a young. Be. Yeah, and then looking in the reflection, in the reflection. and they did a pretty—they did a good job making him look like a young. And John I Hurt. said, you know what? I think it's, it's archival footage from yeah, somewhere. Yeah, probably. It is. Must be. Yeah, and then I looked at it and I said, you know what? Doing that, showing me the young War Doctor, and I'm going to next next week meet the aged War Doctor. That tells me that that he raged for years. He was oh, in yeah. that as a warrior for years. Easily thirty some odd years in his years, time. Years, 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 years. And he just the, the, when he takes the cup, how many? Easily thirty. Easily, he's easily at least. He I, looks I, like I, he could he be eighteen. Like he was, in that yeah, well, <laughs> not eighteen, but probably he, he, he aged like Obi Wan aged. 
Well, yeah, well, <laughs> thirty years. That's true. You could have, you could have, yeah, you could have aged quite a bit. But he takes the chalice and starts Charlie, and I was like, <gasps> I did too. I did too. And then he Lucy, I think I was more because I haven't been introduced to the other companions. I was more freaking out of the fact of, oh wow, they're actually constituting because Charlie wouldn't be too big of a stretch because we got the destiny of the Doctor with Charlie. Yeah, but then Cariz, yeah, but Cariz was around for a little while. So, yeah, but still, yeah. just. And <laughs> not nearly as much crossover. Right, I think right, is right, where you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. I see. He's yeah. not as widely recognized as a companion. Yeah. And Lucy's just within her own little... Lucy. Yeah. And, oh. and Tazen. I don't oh. know who Tazen is. Tamsin. Tamsin, that's what Tamsin. You'll, you'll there was meet, one other name, wasn't there? There was five names mentioned, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't remember what the one between Lucy and Tamsin was. A lot of people are saying, well, you didn't say anything about Mary Shelley. <laughs> you know what I haven't seen? And I'm surprised neither of you have said it? Any, at all? Why wasn't the first name Grace? Well, you know, I, 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 it didn't, it didn't Drew really stand out right away. Me that. Oh, and, okay. So leave, leave it, leave it to Drew to pull that one out. I can understand that because he didn't. He, she may have been there when he regenerated, but he, she didn't travel with him. Aside from the one comic. Story. I, I go back to the possibility that. Grace's from a purely non-fun standpoint. <laughs> Grace, the character, is owned yeah, by somebody that's, else. That's where I was going to go. It was, that's, that's that's where I was Molly go. was the last. I think Molly. that's part of the reason we didn't see the interior of the TARDIS either. Oh, that could uh, be. Yeah, that could be. So. But didn't they kind of reference in Big Finish that he got a new desktop? At some point, yeah. yeah. And I don't, in my mind, it's that all the way <laughs> until somebody else takes over. Yeah, but uh, but. Yeah, I thought the same thing. My 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 first thought was he didn't say. Uh, I was too blown away by the fact Grace that they were saying Charlie and Cariz and all these yeah, other yeah, names yeah. that I didn't even know. Well, I, it wasn't until Grace. my third or fourth viewing that I went, "Oh, wait a minute, that, that's kind of an important." Well, one. and he should have said Chang. <coughs> that's what I said. Yeah, and then Grace and Chang, and the Master. Um, <laughs> well, he traveled in the TARDIS. He's a companion now, right? That's the official. Um, I know that there's some fan. That's typical backlash over the idea that he didn't get off that ship, that he died for this woman who hated him. That's in the it's doctor's so character. In the doctor's That's character. what I I, 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 you guys are. I'm sorry, you guys are flat out wrong because go listen to go, some go, listen, go listen to the Eighth Doctor, Big Finish stuff, and that's exactly the Eighth Doctor. I mean, all of these doctors would do something, you know, in keeping with that character, trying to save a companion or doing this. But only Paul McGann's doctor would die for a complete stranger that he doesn't even know. And not only that he doesn't even know them, but they loathe him. Only his doctor well, well, would he, kind he, of he cross his that path. to prove a point. Yeah. Yes, well, he would. He would. It, he would sacrifice himself. And it, it's, not, it, it's even more driven home by the fact where they bring her out to kind of push him. To, to go fight. to choose this path. That's the and <laughs> that's the other thing that I liked about it is the fact that it's it, it's still this one little moment of time that he met this girl who had such an impact on him that he would have died for her or did die for her, and then chooses his path based on on just this example yeah. of loan as yeah. somebody that he tried to help, but because. This war has completely cemented in her that this is, you know, that that this isn't right. That 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 it it, it totally convinced me. I yeah. was I was I, I went along with it. Yeah, totally. lock, stock, yeah. and barrel. The one part 
the, the, the hardcore sci-fi part of my brain kind of tried to go, um, wait a minute. <laughs> they bring, so there's the doctor and he's wakes up and then they bring her body out <laughs> and both of them are in one piece. Well, and I'm looking at this going, no way. And I took the sci-fi fan of my brain and I beat it into submission because it was Doctor Who and Paul McGann was on and I don't care. So shut up. I did. I had this, hey, what? shut up. You don't get to talk right now. Can I say how much I love his costume? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, it's so great. And it's such a nice meld of... I think it works with... And it also the, leads the, up well into the War Doctor's Even costume. with the Dark Eyes look. Even with the Dark Eyes look. It's, it's, it's I like actually kind of like this better than the leather jacket. Yeah. No, I do too. And the knee-high boots? I do too. Those are awesome. Well, because this is... this is, I'm sorry. This is Paul McGann. This is this is the Eighth Doctor. This is who he... I mean, I, 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 don't get me wrong. I, I love the, the, the frock coat in the movie. I love this that This is the frock coat. It's just a worn, yeah, frock. He even has the same vest. The on. same vest, yeah. You know what my favorite part of it, I think, is which you have a piece of. I do. Well, replica. <laughs> you have a replica piece of the vest from <laughs> Night of the Doctor. Oh, it's too old now. <laughs> I think my favorite piece Actually, of it is a little scarf around his neck. I know. Maybe the material <laughs> that I have now is part of the same swatch of material because they would have. Oh, they had to redo. Had to redo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they looked at it and went, this is six minutes of television. This isn't going in Dr. Who experience. <laughs> we, just, we can cut this one up. I, but, I mean, I love the frock coat, and I love the dark eyes look, because I love that that's kind of transitioning him into this new phase. Mm-hmm. But I think this one is a fantastic meld of both, mm-hmm. that it, it, it kind of just gives that... Well, and it, oh. it, it, gives, it lends some appropriateness to the look of the uh, war doctor, we'll call him now. Yeah. I think that's what we're going to officially call him for a while. I wish they would have just stuck with warrior, but war doctor. So. Uh, great costume. Yeah. And the scarf, I very much feel, is like... And he, he even uh, still has the fog watch. Yeah. The, fo- the scarf, like I a, think, is a, a, almost a Paul McGann touch. It's yeah, like, I've seen him in other a, photos well, where he's got a scarf on. Yeah, it's not even a scarf. It's an ascot that's just like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's really what it is. Yeah, it really which is. is. I'm great. I'm, that's fine. I'm fine with that. It's like, yeah, I still wear an ascot. I just wear it more scarf-like now. <laughs> it kind of, this kind of makes me want to cosplay makes, this. keeps my neck warm. I have a feeling a lot of people are going to, but it makes uh, me want to cosplay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I can't wait to see how many mm. Paul McGann's we get a galley. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Should we talk a little bit about the elephant in the room? Or what I consider the elephant in the room? Of Moffat's statement of, yeah, it, it keeps the numbers stay the same for the doctor? Or should we save that for actually seeing the 50th? I, see if they I, fix I, it. I, we can certainly talk about it now, but I think because that, I, I think, think there's we'll be able to expound on it more once we see the 50th. The numbers, yes, can remain the same, but that does not change the physiology of the person and limit the number of, of lives he can have, to me. I, I would agree with that uh, statement. Matt Smith is still a lovely I did bring up the precedent the of the, the fact that the Valyard is somewhere between his 12th and, and, thir- and, and final, final. regenerations. Yes. And they make it a statement of that. And so there must be some sort of stipulation on the regenerations that doesn't necessarily set the uh, number at, at a 12. definite, at, at a at definite personality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's what your tra- phys- physical person? Because... 
that's what Moffat's trying to say is this is the war doctor. This isn't the doctor, so it doesn't affect the numbering of the doctor in, in any way. But I, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, the only way, the way I can accept that is, I and I think we're talking number. I think we're. I don't think we're talking number as in number of regenerations. Yes. I think he's merely saying the way we've numbered the doctors as it's fans does yeah. not change. And I agree with that. And that, that I think that's what he's saying. It's I don't think my concern it, over the regeneration. I don't have issue. a concern over the regeneration issue because sure everybody and their dog has a problem with this regeneration <laughs> issue. <laughs> and this show is going to go on as long as it needs to go. So the regeneration issue will be fixed. I saw, a great but I appreciate theory. what Moffat said about this not. Being not changing affecting the, number the numbering of the doctor, of the doctor. Yes. I, I and, like and I look at that in the sense of it, it still works in the sense that the Valyard is not the doctor, the doctor either, and he's clearly he, he, somewhere in these physiology. He's the same the physiology, Physi- the physiolo- physiologically. Yes, physiologically, he's the same person still, just not a doctor. So I'm okay. With <laughs> I heard a great. Uh, I still wish they used warrior instead of war doctor. I I read somewhere that Moffat lean towards just calling him the warrior he wouldn't have doctor in the title at all uh-huh. but that it was some influence from others that convinced him that they needed to make it solid concrete enough that he still the doctor but not yeah. the some people might get confused by it so he went with I think that's why they say warrior 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 so much in this but they call him the war doctor and he was even introduced as the doctor in day as, of the doctor or yeah, uh, as the doc- name of the doctor yeah. in order to keep it clear yeah clarify some things so I have a theory that I read online, but I'm going to hold that off until either until later down the road, until maybe the day of the doctor, to see how they kind of handle. You guys some realize things. this okay. time next week we'll be discussing a 50th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to move us on to our last bit because and there's Speaking a, of, here's the reason why I wanted to keep this in here is we also got the children in need clip that was promised to us, and it was about two minutes and eight seconds, I think. Two minutes and seven. Seven seconds of uh, a clip from Day of the Doctor. Honestly, I saw the spoilers from this. <laughs> Night of the Doctor. Even after I had seen it, Night of the Doctor. Unfortunately, I, I got online and saw a whole bunch of stuff. I kept seeing And people, then I saw David Tennant and Fez, and that was it. I kept seeing people posting on how much of a letdown it was. It's a clip. And I thought, you went into this all wrong then. Because they I knew it was going to be a clip. How, well, how this was going to play out, I knew it was going to be a short piece from the actual show. We're not getting a, We're not getting another mini. A show wet taste. A, a, a wet my mouth, but just it's not going to give away anything. Yeah. And in fact, I was a little excited by what they gave us. I wasn't <laughs> because all that broken glass and the pictures that got out. Mona Lisa's on the rampage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I got out of that. That's a story for another day. We're not even going to find out. a story I'm not going to know anything about. <laughs> we're going to get this awesome idea, and we're going to shelve that. <laughs> because when it came out, I went, and, and my first thought was, oh. And my second thought was, that was brilliant. <laughs> so maybe that'll be what the Christmas special is about. I don't maybe know. Maybe go back to retrace that yeah, story. Yeah, I just, I, I, I thought that was incredible. Well, I, I, you set me up here and throw me off the scent, and then I went off the scent. Mona Lisa's coming back. <laughs> That's Jim, all I got. Jim Redgrave is in this more than this. I, I, it seems that it would return to um, Kate. She, she's in it more. Yeah, I, I already know that the based, doctor, on the, based off the pictures, the trailers. Yeah, or in the trailers. So obviously, I think we might revisit the paintings. I bet it ties back into. I don't it. think it does. I you think, think it. So? Uh, no, I think we 
have to come back to unit, but I don't. Is think it one of the old school Bond it. openings where the intro doesn't have anything to do with the I rest think of the movie? Awesome. That's the way I got. That's the impression I got here. In fact, I I envisioned this as the pre credit. Yeah, as soon as where it fades to black for us, that's where the credits are coming up. So they're going to do what they did. I mean, they did that with uh, at the end of time. We saw everything up until the credits. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I love the line. You just can't walk past the fez, can you? One day, you'll walk, one day you'll walk past a fez. Not going to happen. No, yeah. said, she said, one day you could just walk past a fez. Yes. And he says, not going to happen. I love that exchange. Yeah. And that's really the best thing I can take away from it. Because it's, I, well, it's two I love, minutes of an episode that I want to see the rest well, of. Well, I like the I, idea. I love of, that we've moved beyond the fezes are cool standpoint. We've already heard this argument. We know. <laughs> he, he totally does the Sherlockian. No, it's not... Uh, how the uh, glass is broken, it's from where the glass is yeah. broken. And he turns around and he throws it over his shoulder. These have been broken from the inside. And it's like, oh, that's totally a Sherlock moment. And then the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, huh? What? Wait. And then he has that great line of, oh. I'm starting to remember this. this. No, he says, I remember this. Well, I sort of remember this or something like that. Yeah, gosh. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was nice. It was. It's for a good cause. And I hope everybody goes and donates to each other in the you can. I had seen a total, and now I don't. Ha- I can find it again. Oh, that's all they, right. They had, re- they, they had raised a respectable amount. Oh, terrific. It was in pounds. Not, not so to I go back no and idea. beat that horse again, but did you guys happen to know that uh, Night of the Doctor has generated over two million views in three days? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are those unique views? Yes. Really? I think. I don't know. <laughs> I just saw a big number. <laughs> and you know what that says to me? We need more Paul McGann more on Paul our TV. McGinnis. All right, let's move on and move to feedback. Oh, we haven't done that yet. Nope. <laughs> I was Sean, all set to talk about Sean, the Tenth Doctor. Sean closes his computer and everything. Yeah, but luckily, there. first up is Allison. Luckily, because he's not reading that one. Oh, okay, I got you. And oh, I have everything pulled up. I just I was all set to talk about Tenth Doctor and go oh. home. <laughs> uh, okay, Allison writes in. I'm excited for your Tenth Doctor episode. I'm new to the Hooniverse. I've watched my very first Rose. My very first episode, Rose, in May. Despite not enjoying sci-fi and having a lifelong fear of aliens... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's not the show for you. Maybe not. She, she loved the show. Instantly. I want three to five episodes a day until I got through series, all of Series 7 in less than a month. Wow. Jeez. That's a lot of who. If you oh, can get over three, your three lifelong fear of aliens and wow. marathon who like that... Good job, Allison. Who knows no bounds? Good job, Allison. I'm obsessed with Doctor Who. I've got my hut, my parents and husband to watch it. I bought loads of merchandise. I've subscribed to about 30 podcasts, including your excellent one. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I've started reading and watching other sci-fi things. I'm currently going back and watching classic episodes Yay. because I want to understand the show's history. Patrick Troughton is my favorite classic doctor so far. I think Time Warrior is my favorite serial, despite not liking John Pertwee that much. I enjoyed watching Terror of the Zygons and listening to your recent review. It was the first serial that made me understand why Tom Baker is so beloved. I thought he was a bit standoffish in Genesis of the Daleks. The only other serial I've se- I've watched of him so far. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can, I can see, see that, that too. Sorry. On to the tenth Doctor. I loved Christopher Eccleston's performance of the, as the ninth Doctor, and I still do. I don't think that I would care about the tenth Doctor nearly as much. But from the moment David Tennant stepped out of the TARDIS on the Sycorax ship 
going on about that great big threatening button and accidentally quoting The Lion King and a few minutes later being entirely serious with no second chances and his fury at, fury at Harriet Jones, I knew this was my doctor. When the widespread drooling over David... I find the widespread drooling over David Tennant looks quite funny. My own initial reaction to him was happiness that British television cast a lead actor who didn't have the pin-up looks that are required in Hollywood. <laughs> you might get some hate mail for this. <laughs> <laughs> she goes on and defends herself a little. David Tennant is good-looking, but looks like someone who, have, who might live down the street from you. I would agree with that statement. The, the boy next door? the boy is a few houses down. What she said. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He doesn't look like some deity who stepped off Mount Olympus. What I find makes him most attractive is the passion he shows for Doctor Who. His wide-ranging acting ability, and particularly the fact that he seems like a really nice person, which is also quite rare among star- amongst actors. That's the quality that makes me seek out anything he's performed in. I particularly love Broad Church and his role as Benedict in Much Ado About Nothing alongside Catherine Tate. My pick for most representative episode is Girl in the Fireplace. It showcases his zest for life and his delight in everything and everything he meets. Here we have his gleeful ogling of the robots and his hysterical laughter over kissing Madame de Pompadour. It highlights Tin's romantic side, which, is, which, like it or not, is a big part of his character, when he falls in love with Madame de Pompadour. It's also it also shows what a dunce both in romance and in general he can be by falling for someone else right in front of Rose and also risking Rose and Mickey's lives by saving Renette despite knowing the time window could cl- would close. We see the romantic dunce again when he goes through series 3 with his head in the sand about Martha's love for him. And the end of the episode also shows his capacity for great gr- for grief and how attached he becomes to people in a short amount of time. His quote, I'm always alright, as well as the obvious obliviousness that he's not alright, comes up, against, up again in, ser- in Series 4, Force of the Dead. And we also get the quintessential Doctor Cleverest Man in the Room moments, such as when he pretends to be drunk before disabling the robots who have trapped Mickey and Rose. It's similar to his disguise at the end of Family of Blood. Incidentally, my second choice for most representative nature, uh, episode was Human Nature, Family of Blood. It's fitting that a two-parter where the doctor is disguised as a human describes his this most human of doctors per, almost perfectly. I chose Girl in the Fireplace over it because it has more light doctor moments mixed in with the serious and romantic aspects. Human Nature, Family of Blood are my absolute favorite Doctor Who episodes, though. I hope you find my comments helpful in preparation for your 10th Doctor show. Sorry for the super long email. Keep up the great work, and I can't wait to hear your latest episode. Allison. Allison, welcome to the show. Absolutely. And welcome to Who Fandom. Yes. I, I, and Sci-Fi Fandom. And Sci-Fi Fandom. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a twofer. to Sci-Fi. Can't wait to can't get much better. I'm sorry. It's going to be hard to top this. <laughs> and, and, I, I love Star Wars. I love a, Star Trek. I can't top And now she's a recovering xenophobe. Yeah. So, congratulations. You know, James said something interesting to me the other day. He, he looked at me and he says, you know, thank God for Doctor Who. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He says, think back on everything that we love from our childhood. Star Wars, Star Trek, Superman. Well, it doesn't matter what it is. All these sci-fi things that we absolutely loved. 
and they've all been screwed up in some way or another. <laughs> but Doctor Who just keeps chugging along. <laughs> just keeps getting better. <laughs> He's got a point. All right. Well, welcome to the fold, Allison. Next up is Lisa. Lisa. Yes. Lisa writes, comment question, P.S. What are five and six up to on Twitter with the fish doctor? Items are missing from the Doctor Who experience. Oh, read her hashtags. Oh, uh, hashtag fish doctor and hashtag FDR. Items are missing from the Doctor Who experience in Cardiff. According to the police report, is Mr. Davidson making his own movie short for the 50th? A little help. PPS, an adventure in time and space trailer. I can't stop watching this. It had me at We Want to Do a Science Fiction Show. (laughs) (laughs) Verity's line, C.S. Lewis meets H.G. Wells meets Father Christmas, is pure gold. Lisa. Uh, Agreed. Um, We did, uh, some of our other listeners pointed us in this direction, that Peter Davison hadn't uh, tweeted since like June, and then he tweeted on uh, Thursday, the day that the uh, Night of the Doctor was released. And, of course, he had some very cryptic posts, but I'm presuming that, Lisa, you're on the right track. I think he, I think this is part of a spoof that he and I think Colin both have, because Colin has made some now tweets, notorious tweets for it as well. Oh, and he's been um, pushing towards this Twitter yeah. account. So I think this is a, a parody that the two are involved with that, that, that I think might be along the lines of the, the two weren't invited to be in the 50th episode anniversary, so... They're making their own. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what that, what comes of that. And it looks like it's going to release whatever it is on the 50th. It was on the 50th? I, or, I had seen the day before. I, I had seen it was the 22nd. But uh, Let's see. So 14 hours ago, they posted six days. Cometh the hour. Cometh the men. Okay. So it might be on the 50th then. So... so. Uh, I think it looks like the Friday before. I don't know if you can believe anything that comes off of anybody's accounts anymore. I've I've said that before, that I think they're all lying to us. And apparently even Paul McGann kind of (laughs) sort of stoked the fire just a bit when he said, I don't want to start any rumors, but I think he kind of looks like me. And he posted a picture of John Hurt on his Twitter account. Before well, the that thing was, dropped. That, that was, was in yeah. reaction to there There was this firestorm of Twitter uh, activity la- early last week, and maybe it was even last weekend because I, I thought about this to bring it up, that a lot of people were all jumping on the bandwagon that John Hurt was playing an older version of the Eighth Doctor. That that, oh, this because was of the, the semblance in and his I, outfit. And I got the impression that was Paul's tweet was, well, I think he sort of, because I think it was more misdirection. I think he yeah. was, oh, you guys are on to something here, so I'll make you think you're right by posting, I think he sort of looks like me. And I think that was more misdirection so that we wouldn't see it coming that, hey, Paul's, at, or the Eighth Doctor is actually going to regenerate. So I, I think that was that. I think that, I think this is more misdirection, maybe. I'm hoping that Sean is right. I'm hoping that they have an active part in the 50th uh, day of the Doctor in some way because if everybody remembers there is another minisode that was cleared by the BBC Uh, to be included on the DVDs and it is actually called... um, I was getting this wrong all week. Last Day of the Doctor. No, just Last Day. Or Last Day, yeah. Last Day. I figured it would be Dawn of the Doctor. So (laughs) they could be... Well, that's what we talked about, yeah. But, Twilight so of the Doctor. There could be more. We could see another minisode come out, or that might be something that comes out after Day of the Doctor. So, 
Fingers crossed. But I think this is this is a fun thing that they're doing, and I think it helps with misdirection as well. So we will find out. We're on to it, Lisa. We're on to it. Up next, Holly. Holly, and I'll make sure I get the right one here. Okay, because she said two, because she corrected one. Yeah. Uh, Holly writes, 151 mini-episode and 10th Doctor era. Hey, guys. The Night of the Doctor. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> On Thursday morning when I saw this, was uh, saw this, it was so pleasantly, I was so pleasantly surprised. A friend of mine who I had no idea was a Who fan until now sent me an email with a link to the mini-episode and just said, watch and enjoy. <laughs> I was probably doing a version of one of the 11th Doctor's dances, or that of the 8th Doctor with his good-fitting shoes, <laughs> when I saw and heard Paul McGann on the screen. Once I calmed myself down, I rewatched it a few times. Oh, sweet Rassilon, it was great. <laughs> I love that line. There were a lot of nods to the audio adventures in this clip. Charlie, Cariz, Lucy, Molly... From the Dark Eyes series. Uh, I'm not sure where Tamsin fits in. Not sure which adventures she's from. I really can't wait to see how all it pl- how this all plays out. For those of you curious, Tamsin fits into the Eighth Doctor audio range. Uh, I believe it's the fourth season um, with Lucy. So okay, she's there. The rest of this week leading up to the countdown. Wow, talk about a lot of Doctor Who on BBC America. Jam packed full. That's for sure. At least the good thing is we won't have to wait too long between the airing of the Day of the Doctor and the Christmas special. There's still going to be a Christmas special, right? (laughs) With all the mini-episode excitement, that little detail got lost in the vortex. That's because we don't want to acknowledge the fact that Matt's going to (laughs) regenerate. The Tenth Doctor retrospective wasn't too bad. I can still be sad about it. They really had to pick and choose because there was a lot. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're only cheating, Holly. I'm not meaning to cheat, Holly. The Tenth Doctor retrospective wasn't too bad. They really had to pick and choose because there was a lot of ground to cover with the Tenth Doctor. Uh, well, were there some things we wish they would have covered? Of course. The things that really made up for it for me was the fact that they were able to get Bernard Cribbins in for this retrospective. What to say about the Tenth Doctor's era? We get to see some happy-go-lucky moments with the Doctor and his companions in his run, and we also get to see the darker Time Lord Victorious Doctor. Well, even though I love the Doctor, there was a moment during the Time Lord Victorious that I wanted to see him brought down a peg or him actually listening to whoever was with him to tone it down and take a moment to think about what you just said and what you're going to do. Now, trying to pick an episode that really encompasses the Tenth Doctor, that's a toughie. I really can't choose, but I'm going to say that one of my favorite episodes with the Tenth Doctor has got to be School Reunion. I know it may be a fanish choice, but I love everything about it. An older companion comes back, the most current companion gets jealous, and heck, I think Rose even was just a bit nervous that she's going to get the boot off the TARDIS. Then the scene where Sarah Jane and Rose compare notes about the Doctor was priceless. Well, I'll wrap it up here, because I'm sure there's a whole lot more feedback waiting to be read. Holly. Thank you, Holly. Very good. Those are some good points. Up next is Chrissy. Don't forget Rachel. We didn't have her on the list, right? We didn't. Okay. I just realized she's there, though. Yeah, so did I. So let's do Chrissy and Rachel. Chrissy, the three types of liars. Liars, damn liars, and the BBC. (laughs) 
Dear Vortex Boys, the night of the doctor. Well, I'm going to talk about this even if nobody else does, which knowing you three, this might be the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fez on a Cyberman. It's the freaking eighth doctor on the screen in the time war, referencing his big finish companions, regenerating. Those were all in caps. It wasn't it me was all in caps. putting that excitement on it. I thought you put a very nice spin on it. Thank it, you. it really encapsulated how I think she was I, I, I totally think there was all caps in that uh, in that sentence. I might have undersold it a little bit. <laughs> kind of like our done and <laughs> There's no justified excitement that you can give to this. Anyway, sorry. Uh, but seriously, who besides Sean saw this coming? I mean, yeah, we all hoped it was true, despite everyone's flat-out denials that it wasn't true. So Paul McGann really was involved in the 50th anniversary. Yeah, it's a Minnesota prequel, but it still counts. Who else is going to show up in the actual special? Let the rampant speculation begin. Not that it hasn't been going on for the past year already, but you know. Sean, you just keep wearing that tinfoil hat and gracing us with your harebrained conspiracy theories. So far, you've been pretty accurate. Thank you, Chrissy. As for the episode itself, it's a fantastic little short. The writing and pacing were fantastic. The story is phenomenal, and Paul hasn't missed a step. Hopes that he's been doing Big Finish well for well over ten years. <laughs> I love how the whole thing was constructed. From the very beginning scenes, the fact that you hear the Doctor's voice before you actually see him is genius. We've had the Eighth Doctor in audio format for so long, most people would recognize his voice before we recognize his face. It's almost like having a Big Finish audio played right out, played out on screen. On my blog, I compared it to having a missing episode returned. While you may have heard the audio of the story before, having the visuals to go along with it is such a different experience. Night of the Doctor is a, it's long, is a long overdue, beautifully told story to lead into the day of the Doctor, and I can't wait to see what other surprises they've been laying, lying to us about next. Yep, you read that sentence, last sentence correctly. Oh, so they've been lying to us, huh? <laughs> Apparently. On to the scheduled business at hand, the Tenth Doctor. The Tenth Doctor revisited. With these revisited specials, when these revisited specials get, got in the new Who, I sort of wondered what kind of approach they would take because these are the Doctors that most people would already be familiar with. I guess they kept with the formula of introducing Doctors to people who have never seen an episode of Doctor Who ever. I think it works pretty well still, though that might be because we're used to them now and we've had ten of these specials. I think they covered everything in the Tenth Doctor's era pretty well, although I expected they'd bring up the Master at some point, but that's neither here nor there. All the companions get a fair shake, and the Santarans get some attention as well. I think this was this one was pretty good, certainly not the worst they've done. There's the element of, oh yeah, people already know about the Tenth Doctor, so there's not a whole lot new that we have to say. Am I the only one who laughs at the BBC America promos when they say a classic Who Do- Doctor Who story from 2008, or my favorite from 2011? <laughs> Just it's funny. That's all. I agree. I, I, I laughed at those. Uh, the Tenth Doctor retrospective. Well, looking at your poll, this is going to be difficult to narrow down to just one. The Tenth Doctor has a lot of really good stories that showcase it, what his era is all about. But finally, I had to choose the Fires of Pompeii. As of this writing, I'm the only one who has. But let me tell you why. The Wanderers of Mars is the climax of the Tenth Doctor's life. Everything that happens to him builds up to that moment in the Time Lord Victorious. Excuse me. Which is him standing above everyone, everything and everyone, 
while those of us who know him stare on in slack-jawed horror at what has happened. It's like, who are you and what have you done with the doc with my doctor? Everything from losing Rose to the things that happened with the master to Donna's memory loss has built up and built up and he finally snaps and it's scary. I know you're all I, I know what you're all thinking, but Chrissy, you picked the fires of Pompeii, not Waters of Mars. <laughs> well, Waters of Mars, while it may be possibly the very best story in the Tenth Doctor's era, it is not representative. The Tenth Doctor is dark and brooding, yes. But that's not all. He is Tigger. He is a goofball. He's the guy fighting off fire creatures with the water gun. And most importantly, the Tenth Doctor is the Doctor who needs someone. He's the one... He needs, uh, he needs a companion, not to keep him on the straight and narrow, but not only to keep him on the straight and narrow, but also to show the people around him that the Doctor really is someone spe- special and wonderful. Who better to, to do that than Donna? I may make some enemies here, but I think Donna is the very best companion that the Synth Doctor has. She doesn't take his crap, though she sees the good in him, and she brings it out. And in turn, he brings out the best in her. It's, it is down to Donna that the Doctor saves the family from Pompeii. The fires on Pompeii is basically the waters of Mars, except the Doctor has a companion along to soften his darker tendencies and to keep a moderate balance between the goofball and the converse and the Time Lord Victorious. Plus, Pompeii is also, also has the clues to the season-long story arc that is trademarked in the RTD era and RTD years and really great side characters that apparently have inspired BBC casting departments since it was broadcast. (laughs) (laughs) And totally fun historical setting that never fails to impress. I don't know what the final tally is going to end up being, but that's my vote. Well, the next time I write you guys, write to you guys, we'll have seen the 50th anniversary special. It feels like it's been forever, but at the same time, it feels like it's been absolutely no time at all. Everyone, have fun with all the parties and festivities you've got planned. I'll do the same thing. Have a fantastic week. Chrissy. And Chrissy posted, um, uh, actually on her website, CJ's uh, Notebook 5, she posted the uh, wonderful Doctor Who party that they had at the Salt Lake County Library. And she graciously allowed us to repost that on ours. So be sure to go over there and check that out on either of those venues. Yes. Finally, in our feedback, is Rachel. And Rachel writes... Oh, that's not Okay. Um, Hello, Vortex Gang. First, let me say that I am really enjoying all the bits and bobs that the BBC has been releasing over the past few weeks. I have to say I'm glad that we finally are finally to the anniversary week because my poor little Whovian heart can't take much more of the suspense. (laughs) I'm right there with you, Rachel. Second, the Night of the Doctor. Like I said on Facebook when it dropped, oh, sweet Scorby. (laughs) I was so not expecting to see McGann's Doctor. Granted, my exp- That's the one. It was Rachel's it was Rachel. old sweet Scorby that I went, oh, I'm the doctor. Uh, granted, my exposure to Paul McGann's Doctor is strictly the TV movie. I'll get to his big finish audios, I promise. But I was so excited when he appeared. And the story is just so well written. Sure, it has its flaws. But what story doesn't? I saw someone complain on Tumblr about how McGann's Doctor was willing to die for the one person who hated him in the first place. But I don't agree with that idea. I see a doctor who had been doing what he'd been always doing, running around the universe with his companions, having adventures, even with the time war going on, threatening the whole of existence. 
The doctor had always been someone to avoid violent conflict if he could help it, but I think he knew deep down he couldn't run from the time war forever. Eventually, there would be nowhere else to run, and he'd be called up to do his part. The fact that this woman despised him so much for being a Time Lord, coupled with the fact that he was, for all intents and purposes, already dead, was just the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back. With the Sisterhood's offer, he could regenerate and become someone different than who he had been, and go into battle, not as the Doctor, and in a way, preserve the name that he held so dear. Very well said. And you know what kind of canonizes my unicorn story, too? Because he says, I help where I can. (laughs) Okay, that was a stretch. (laughs) Did I mention Paul McGann was in this? (laughs) 10, 10, 10. What can I say about the 10th Doctor? As much as I really love Chris and the 9th Doctor, after all, he was my first Doctor, it was David Tennant's Doctor that really got me hooked and cemented by love for Doctor Who. He was so funny, goofy, dorky, adorable, alien, and yet so human at the same time. He wasn't perfect. He could be arrogant and brash. He lost so much. Rose, the master, Donna. And knowing the Ood's prophecy of his death got the best of him toward the end. But he redeemed himself, sacrificing himself to save Wilf. I think by the time we got to the specials at the end of his run, especially the end of time, we saw some of David peeking through, grieving the ending of his childhood dream to play the doctor. When the doctor says, I don't want to go, I really believe that was David more than his doctor. I imagine leaving a role like that was like leaving school. You've made great friends, had amazing experiences, and grown as a person. And logically, you know it's time to move on. But a part of you wants to hold on to the familiar and comfortable. I'm glad to see his doctor returning in the 50th. I know he gets the character and the show and what it means to be a fan. And I can't wait to see his doctor play off Matt Smith's. That's all I have to say for this week. I have to go check and see how my crow is faring in the oven <laughs> and get the chips started. Rachel. I want to I, I springboard off of her eating crow because I think I'm having a, a little serving myself this week, although I don't think this is how you expect. I don't think you even expected what happened with Paul McGann this week. <laughs> I don't think anybody expected No, but I think Sean was probably the closest to being somewhat right on this one. <laughs> Um, so I will say kudos to you, my friend, but there's a lot more to come, so we'll see if more this all pans out, okay? More to come. <laughs> all right. Paul, Paul, Paul was on my TV for an additional six minutes. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> what? I just, this minisode really, Night of the Doctor really kind of, one of the other things I took away from it was that I don't think we will see any other doctors now, with the exception of maybe one. But I, 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 I will be honest. To, I, I got that feel. I too. think this was a way to say this was a way to appease the fans and give us yeah. classic fans. This is the best I can do for you. Yeah. So. I, 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 sus- I, I don't want to admit it, but I suspect you may be right. I the, think we have the, one more. The, the, there, there, there is. I think so too. I I still fervently hope, and I still honestly believe that in some way, shape, or form, they will be represented. I think so too. Even in audio, I think I think it'll be. I'm I'm beginning to believe it'll be audio clips. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. but uh, they'll be in there. I don't know how, but uh, you know, you're still standing by that. I'm still I'm still standing by (laughs) it. They'll be in there somewhere. Um, But yeah, I. That's the one thing that this kind of almost 
I'm still kind of blown away by the fact that we're really getting the time war in a way that that, that and, I, and I don't know if well, he, I, don't, I don't think we're getting the full blown. Well, well, well no, I don't we're think we're getting, getting that. But it's, I, 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 I'm still kind of surprised get that we're getting though, the moment. I'm just surprised that we're getting as much as we've gotten. Mm-hmm. Well, a, yeah. After I, I'm just I, I kind of expected them to kind of dance around it the way RTD did. I'm really still kind of on that. I, f- I, I, really, that I think Moffat wants to tie up all of those loose ties. I think he wants to say. You know, we've been teasing you for eight years now. Here's your payoff for what you. This is we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you enough so that we've we've answered the questions and move on. I mean, we're not gonna get the little things like what the nightmare child was, yeah, the no, fall no, of Acadia. No, no. We're not gonna get those. Those are gonna be nice. I mean, do you think he talked to Do you think he talked to Russell and asked, "Hey, can oh, I can I, I can I dabble?" I don't think so. Oh, I think so. And I think Russell probably gave him his blessing a long time ago on where he went with it, or he wouldn't have picked him to. That's probably true too. To, to, to helmets, so, but yeah, I, no, I think I think he probably I think he got with Russell and said, I wonder if he picked Russell's brain a little bit and said, you know, what were you what thinking, were you thinking yeah. here, so I don't stray off too much. And I bet Russell said, you know what, you do what you want with it. He said, I think it's in good hands. That's what, that's how I pictured that whole. The, I, I think it was the respect of Moffat saying, I want to do something. You know, can you give me some help here? And I think RTD saying, I don't think you need any help. I think you're going to do just fine. So I think it was kind of that mutual respect. So anyway. That's how I imagine anyway. We'll probably discuss a lot more of this next week. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. So feedback's out of the way. So let's get the next piece out of the way. The doctor's revisited. revisited. The tenth doctor. You're shaking your head like. <laughs> I like this one. You know, it's okay, well, here, here's, done, here's the but problem. It's easy to do this. Here's the problem. Yeah. Here's the problem. I'm tired of these. I'm glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad we're getting to the eleventh doctor. They almost should have stopped. I'm really Dr. tired Hayes. of us belly aching every week over little things, and uh, no offense to everybody, but we're belly aching every week and talking about how this one was better than this one, and we didn't get this person in here. Because really, I, I, I've gone back and I've looked at all these again, and I don't know why I keep beating myself up over this. <laughs> They're just really all what they are. And They're I can't not believe, for you. I can't believe we've picked each of these apart one month at a time oh. that they've released, and. So that's I enjoyed this one. I was glad to see Bernard Cribbins. That's my review of the Tenth Doctor Revisited. My only my, my only thought of the, the Tenth Doctor Revisited was really I'm sorry that was I'm really just, a, I'm getting in that more surprised that they just they only mentioned to the Master was when David was talking about how awesome Martha is. And I like that Martha got her dues because she, I think, often gets overlooked. Yeah, that's really all I have to say about this one. I, I, I liked this one a lot. I think it was uh, head and shoulders above many of the last several that, that, that they've <laughs> You're done. You were going to go to the Eighth Doctor, weren't you? I was not <laughs> going to talk about that travesty of a documentary. <laughs> they need to redo it now, include that of the Doctor. <laughs> yeah, they've got some archival footage they can use now, and a classic episode from 2013. <laughs> Look, now we have 76 minutes. To eat. <laughs> odd, odd Duck Phil asked me, he says, so when you guys, you know, when you're planning your schedules for more Friday Night Who, he says, are you ever going to do, you know, just because now you've got two McGann's that you can watch. Are you ever going to do Night of the Doctor by itself? It's like, yeah, I'll throw that on the schedule one night. <laughs> Six minutes. Good night, everybody. We're done. I, I think all of us on Thursday when we tweeted along went and watched it right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, I, this one, to me, really honestly felt like there was a lot more material that they edited down to just this. Because the, you had a lot of commentators. You had Jackie. You had Mickey. You had Captain Jack. You had the producer. You had David Tennant. You had um, Martha. The not doctor. 
the the yeah David Jackson, Morrissey, Jackson David Lake David Morrissey. Morrissey. You had Bernard Cribbins, and all of them got like two lines. And the one guy who was <laughs> Harry Jones's aide. Harry Jones's aide. All of them got like two lines. And it's like you cannot tell me that you had John Barrowman in that studio and you got him to say two things about Doctor and that was it. I don't know. He, they edited he's this wearing way the same down. thing he was wearing in the second. And- Third yeah, that he talked but, 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 in, or first and second that he talked yeah, in, and I then think, I think only and, and David's been wearing David's, the same thing. No, David's, no, David's was new. David's was he, way he different because he, he had yeah, lots of scruff. Yeah, but he's halfway through he's changed. I, I, I just I just honestly believe that that there was more to what they had, and they really had to pare it down to get it into that twenty some odd minute time mm-hmm. slot. I think we're gonna have the same thing for eleven. I, I think you're right. I'm a little disappointed that they didn't talk to Donna. That's my my one. Can thing. I do my review for eleven? I really like this, and I'm glad that they got beep for this one. Insert character name, actor name here. Um, I was a little upset that they didn't talk to Donna. Other than that, I thought it was very well representative of the years in question. I think they did a great job. I'm not upset over the the exclusion of the master. I, 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 I'm not upset over it. I, I, I like the I fact that we. I like the fact that we didn't go with Daleks since Nines well, was so that, Dalek that was heavy. Nice. Well, and that we went with Santarans uh, and Cybermen. I thought that was really cool, and I thought it. it it fit for for what um, because realistically you go tenth doctor we're going to talk Dalek episodes that means we got to bring up that one and <laughs> we don't want to go there so you know well, I, there's I, the I, other one yeah but they kind of talked about that with the companions coming back so I really wish they'd have gotten Andrew no Parfield I meant the other other one what other one in the season two and well they talked about Rose with that. Didn't even talk about her department. And, and I want you, who ships nine and, and Rose all the time, uh-huh. from Tenet's own mouth, <laughs> the relationship saying. changes and it becomes, boom, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just that's it. <laughs> Exhibit A, case closed. <laughs> go, go to sleep. I think that's because I don't like them all whiny afterwards about it. Well, and that does do that. And we've talked before about how that impacted Martha. That she, Martha how it shortchanged Martha. It shortchanged Martha because he spends the first half of her season she kind of mentions going that. to places that you know he took Rose, and then the second half of her season is um, her being awesome and saying, know. "Screw you, I don't need you." But then, then, then Donna comes along and gets even more shortchanged because she gets like two or three episodes, and then Martha comes back, and then Rose comes back, and it's kind of like, oh well, yeah, <laughs> not fair. But anyway. I liked the special. I thought it was good. That's all I, I have I, I to found, say about that. I, I did find uh, Stevens uh, Moffat's comments leading into the episodes kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, how high of esteem he holds this one. I I personally think that was Stephen Moffat's fanboy talking about those episodes, <laughs> yeah. and not Stephen Moffat's showrunner talking about those episodes. Okay, I, 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 I think he oh, was I think just. So too, I yeah. think he was in the same boat as we were. Geeking out over the oh, this is the greatest television ever because you know that family <laughs> unity came back into it. Well, shall we move on to the actual era? Yes, please. Bomb well, again. Who wants to start? <laughs> Should we go with who, who? Who? What the votes was? Yeah, let's find out what the votes were. The votes. Oh, you have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. Twenty-two uh, percent of the votes went to Utopia, Sound of Drums, and Last of the Time Lords. Total of six votes. Boo! <laughs> I like that three-parter. Not as most representative. Uh, second place, Girl in the Fireplace with 15% and four votes. Uh, Stolen Earth Journey's End tied for second place. Human Nature, Family of Blood came in third with 11%. Waters of Mars tied for third. Uh, Silence in the Library, Force of the Dead, seven. 
tied with school reunion. <laughs> Tight voting here. Midnight and Voyage of the Damned and Fires of Pompeii tied for the last. And then the rest didn't get any votes. Well, and I'll tell you, I'll, I'll start on this one because mine wasn't even on the list. The one that I voted for is the most representative of David Tennant's era. It got no, it got it got <laughs> it got not included from the list. You voted for Time Crash? No, Attack of the Grask. <laughs> oh, because okay, this, this I got here really encapsulates <laughs> the best of the Doctor, and the reason being is because. Of the companion in this one. I think the companion really brings out the best thing. That's some sarcasm. The companion's me. In this special interactive episode, I get to be the companion. So See, that's why it's the worst for me. I, I loved it. It was fantastic. It's, it's the best. No, really, I, I, I finally came down on my favorite. Or girl's <laughs> second favorite. Voice. Yeah. I couldn't really go for the blink because there's not enough, <laughs> not enough there of the doctor. But yeah, I, I ended up voting for Girl in the Fireplace. Although, hey, wait a minute, was Blink even on the list? Did I preclude? Did I, did I, <laughs> blink. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hope I didn't cheat anybody. Um, Nobody commented. Oh no, no, it's saying, there. Is it there? It's, it's there. Okay, um, oh, there it is. I went. I went with Girl in the Fireplace just because, and, and I'm, I'm going to echo a lot of what. Uh, Allison said about it was just you get a lot of facets of the Doctor. I think unfortunately you don't get the grim dark Doctor that I think is prevalent through a lot of the Tenth Doctor's era. So that's where it falls down as being best representative. But I really It has almost everything else. Yeah, it really yeah. does. I mean, it's got happy-go-lucky. It's got the romance. It's got the the drama, the desperation, the sadness. It's got every. It, it really runs the gamut of emotions for for the tenth Doctor, and uh, I think and, and, it, it, it has the feels. Yeah, all of the feels are there. Um, the determination. The uh, just. How is it that in a show that we've talked about, Night of the Doctor, for an hour and thirty-eight minutes, the feels? Just now came. Up. <laughs> and it wasn't about that. Because I contribute the feels to David Tennant's era. Oh, okay. Uh, whenever I hear the feels, and especially fandom talking about it, it's usually RTD's era that they're yeah, talking about yeah. the feels. I guess that's true. That's Doomsday. <laughs> well, so All the feels. I think that's most representative because Rose leaves. I'm joking. Don't, don't anyway, me. so that's, that's don't mention me. Don't that's my me. that's my two cents. I, it's 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 kind of a cheat because it's it's my favorite. We've we've been instructed not to use your favorite, but I mean, if you can, but if your favorite is just, what you genuinely feel, it, is it most boils down, and I think that's why it's my favorite because it it represents this tenth Doctor so so nicely. Keith, I have no idea. Really? May I, I'm tempted to go with. Uh, Silence in the Library Force of the Dead. Because it has both the dark and light elements. That, and was, and, the top, and that was near Probably the top a bit list. more of the dark elements that I think are more prevalent in the night, uh, Tenth Doctor's run. Well, people... We, we glom on to the Tigger moments. But there's a lot of the Tenth Doctor's run. Especially post-Doomsday. Where he's all gloomy and mopey. And there's a lot of that here. And... Part of why I may choose this is because I like River Song so much, and that's set up and built into my Doctor's era, 
is, and honestly, it's probably the. If, if we don't count Blink, which was a Doctor Light story, mm-hmm. this was my tenth, first tenth Doctor story. Was those two episodes? If I remember correctly. I think you might be right because we were working our way through eleven. We had to watch. We had to do an angels. Uh, so yeah, you did watch. You did watch Blink, but then we I'm immediately sorry. followed because we didn't do anything for the Daleks. No. <laughs> well, we did, but later. Yeah. Later, we did that for yeah. Dalek. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I think this was, this, this when was I think of the tenth Doctor, I think this might be the one that just pops to my mind. I actually had a lot of trouble voting on this one. There were so many that I, I, I kind of kept bouncing around, going, "Well, it could be this one, it could be this one." And I mean, I. Uh, I, I thought very seriously of Waters of Mars, but that one I kind of discounted early because it's more of the dark Time Lord, uh, you know, the, the 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 Time Lord Victorious, which I like. It's a great episode, and it's a great episode. It's such a good episode. But yeah, I just as as representative, um, Human Nature, Family Blood, I considered for a long time. But kind of that same reason that you, I don't think you can count Blink. The Doctor's not really exactly. in it enough to be representative exactly. of that. And, even though and we you get, get shadows that, of his real person. Yeah. You, it's not the it's same. It's not him. Yeah. And you get that great hook at the end again with him being angry and the vengeful. But that's that's not really what I, I think of when I think of this. Um, I thought about Stolen Earth Journey's End, but that one is all, as we've said before, it's all fan wank. It's all companions and, and, and family reuniting, which doesn't say Tenth Doctor to me. But oh, this was also there, at the top of my list. Said. I think you're about to say the same thing. Family being a big influence in the Tenth Doctor's life. Yeah, no, yes. I agree with that. Agreed. Not to mention, this was another one that was at the top of my list. Is I almost went with this one because we get two representations of the Doctor here. We get the you kind of get both. You elements get the, the war torn, angry Doctor that Rose first met, and that's alluded to at the very end when you know she, he explains that that's why she needs he needs her, and so we've got two elements of the Doctor, and we've got that real just compassion for, for Donna in the sense that he has to do the thing that he has to do. And yeah. it just tears him up inside. And But we get all of those you know moments and shadows. Of, I mean, it, he, he never seems to recognize where he's going as Time Lord Victorious. Mm-hmm. But he sure recognizes when his companions have become warriors. And I think that's mm-hmm. really demonstrated well, the best with Davros pointing that out to him. And it's a great exploration of that idea. Yeah. So I almost went there because of those reasons. I almost did, too. I almost went, honestly, with Christmas Invasion. <laughs> because even though... He's out of that most of that he, even, even though he's out of it for most of it, the that, ten minutes at the end that he is in it... huge impact. It sums up everything about his run. He goes we from being... He, he goes from being funny and in his pajamas and making Lion King jokes, bouncing around the room, to... Verbally berating the guy for don't interrupt me when I'm talking. I'll get to you in a minute. Checking on his companions and having the family atmosphere around him at the time, and then we get into a sword fight, which sword fights in Doctor Who are always cool. <laughs> and then we get that, that that darkness that creeps in when he sends them away after a good scolding. You know, you go home and tell them that this place is protected. Well, and he's and angry. we get the no second chances, and yes. we get no yeah. second chances. And then he whirls on Harriet. And go and so it's like really in ten minutes you manage to really sum up everything that you're going to do in this in this whole run. I thought about going the fireplace for all the reasons that you mentioned, but it doesn't have the no second chances part. That's the one thing I kind of kept coming back on. I was like, I don't know if I can do that. 
And so ultimately, after everything was all said and done, and I kept bouncing around these episodes all month long, going, what am I going to settle on? It wasn't all month, because I only had this up well, for two weeks. I, I, knew it was, I, I knew it was coming. Oh, okay. Spoilers. I, I knew it was coming. So, and I kept looking, kept looking, kept looking. I went back to Stolen Earth Journeys and decided that was the one that I was going to pick for all of the things that we talked about, that it, that it is family and that it is... You know the the importance of him, and you do get two tastes of him, and you get the happy bouncy doctor, and you get the not so happy doctor, and 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 for all of that, and I, I think that sums up this era, and 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 really probably sums up the RTD years in general the best because it is such a composite look of this is what I did with the show, and I think David Tennant's run during that time really makes sense, so. That's why. That's that, finally that, where that, I came that, down. On that that. two parter for me more than end of time feels like the nice little bow at the top. Yeah. Of RTD's era, and it's like, oh wait, he didn't regenerate. We got to do these specials now. Yeah. <laughs> Which but is they, a shame because end of time really, really, really works until you get into the plot and the master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. There's so many things to like about it at a time until you get to the rest of it. <laughs> until you get what it's really about. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I really did have a hard time with it. And uh, I, 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 I sought outside counsel. I talked to Odd Duck Phil this week quite a bit, and we, we discussed in depth some of the Tenth Doctor's things. And he, he came up I have a challenge for all of you listeners out there based on Odd Duck Phil's recommendation because, unfortunately, with Baby and everything going on in his life, he's a little behind, and he hasn't been writing in feedback. But he wanted me to present this to you. We've said it before, other people have said it before, that David Tennant is the Tigger Doctor. All of a sudden, we went off on this very strange tangent of trying to assign other <laughs> Winnie the Pooh characters <laughs> to the doctors and who's what. And, and, and he asked me the question, and I immediately blurted out, well, Owl is definitely six because he's pompous and full of himself and loves to talk. He loves the sound of his own voice. That totally works. So from there, we I, I want to hear you oh, guys. I got the, one second okay. doctor is Piglet. Oh, the yes. second doctor, second doctor is, is totally Absolutely. Piglet. <laughs> And really, kind of, the first Doctor is almost Eeyore. Uh, I would say Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd say Rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, rabbit. Rabbit. yeah. Brash, know-it-all. Yeah, Rabbit. I would say Eleven is Rue. I can see that. Yeah, totally. I can, I can totally I can buy I didn't have anybody for yeah, him, but yeah. I could buy now, unfortunately, there aren't enough characters in Pooh to round out all the Doctors, so you may have to borrow elements from both or just count the ones you think are important. But send, send us your... Your memes and your, your your Tumblr accounts now go nuts with this because I, I I think there's a fantastic little nugget of fun in this. Yeah. But yeah, just as soon as he said that, I was like, <laughs> 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 and appropriately, Katrina came over and we watched Winnie the Pooh this week, so it was like I was going, that's so and so, that's so and so, that's so and so. I'm trying to think of who Gopher would be. Yeah, that's, not, <laughs> that's what I hit on. I was like, well, the only other one that I can think of is Gopher. Well, there's I'm not going to go there. Not going to go there. No, I mean, that could conceivably be. So I think, Kanga's Romana? I think, I think five is Christopher Robin. I can see that. Oh, I can see that. Not only in looks, but in temperament and just yeah. the... Right, we're yeah. ruining this for everybody. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm spoiling the whole list now. But you yeah. get the schedule ready? Come up with your list and let us know what you think. I like that. So we going coming up on the schedule? Uh, I had it ready, and then I realized it rolled over to the next page. Oh, apologies. <laughs> there it is. Um, oops, there it is. Uh, so, um, 
What are we doing this week? Oh, well, okay. impromptu <laughs> official notice, impromptu official notice, impromptu official who notice of our impromptu who with friends that uh, we'll be doing uh, the brain of Morbius on Thursday night because we just haven't quite got enough of the minisode out of our systems yet, I'm and sure we want to go back and watch that. Rewatch. Check with uh, check on Twitter for a finalized time that Brittany hopefully will. Uh, Time to be announced. To, uh, to announce, but I'm 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 probably I'm, on Twitter. I'm expecting probably between eleven fifteen and eleven thirty Central Daylight Time because that's seems, or, uh, work really standard well time, time that seems to work real well. Uh, and Unfortunately, then, Rachel's the only one that has a hard time with that because she works and then she's actually a time zone ahead of everybody else. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so it's, now it's Brittany really is late. in Mountain Time now. So we're dealing with the limitations of you know the, what we have. The guys sure have to work. And then our official Friday Night Who, uh, we're continuing our countdown of 11 Doctors, and so we are number one. We are here. We are at the end of the list. And what else could it be? We've got to do an Unearthly Child in celebration of the 50th, where it all began. We're going back to the junkyard of Todd's Lane. Friday night that we will be watching Unearthly Child, (laughs) for us anyway, we will be watching Unearthly Child on the anniversary, because we started started at 12 a.m., which is actually Saturday morning of the 23rd. And we, we couldn't have planned that any better. We're starting our day, <laughs> the 23rd. We will the 23rd. launch into the very first episode of Doctor Who at the very first minute to the very first hour of the very first day. What a great way to start. Absolutely. Story. I'm in stoked. Best way. Serendipity. And then I'm not going to bed at all that night. I'm just going to stay up all night and watch Doctor <laughs> Who and all day and then enjoy the 50th anniversary. And then I'm going to carry those celebrations on to the rest of the weekend. We, we probably could uh, I may, turn I around may, and watch uh, an Adventure in Time and Space because yeah, it would have dropped by that point. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, um, probably uh, hold some impromptu uh, tweet-alongs uh, next weekend outside of hours that we're actually doing official stuff. So um, if you guys want to join in, check, check my Twitter feed because... I'd like to keep this party going on all the way through the weekend. <laughs> what do you got planned? I am vegging out. <laughs> That's, I, have, I have cleared my calendar next week. The only other thing I might be doing is seeing Catching Fire, but that's the only other thing I'm doing next weekend. I pretty much had to clear my calendar just for Saturday in order to be able to get this. <laughs> the boss was none too happy about that either. But So, yeah, we, we've got that going on. And um, then the big one, our episode number 152. <laughs> Still amazing. We've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish 150 could have fallen on 50. That would have been, 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 been kind of cool. Well, we'll just back up and not. We, we'll just back up. We'll, we'll just pull them off it and renumber some of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the war podcast. Does it? Does, it, <laughs> does, does anybody know? I kind of really don't want to know the answer. We've we've done 152 episodes now at varying lengths of. I don't know what's our average. Probably two and a half. Two and a half hours. Two, two, two and a half hours. Uh, this per, one's running right up on our average. Our per, <laughs> per, per, per podcast. So, 152 podcasts at two and a half hours each. Doctor Who ran for, what, 700 episodes at 26 minutes each? <laughs> Have we literally gotten close to talking about Who longer than it's been on the air? <laughs> We're getting there. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll have uh, our big episode number one fifty two talking all about the day of the Doctor, the fiftieth anniversary special. All the speculation will come to an end. We can finally say this is what we know because we'll have seen it. And uh, I would encourage all of you to hold on to your feedback until you've seen it yeah. <laughs> and send it in. <laughs> Absolutely. So we we all know. And 
because unfortunately we have not won the lottery as of yet. <laughs> Uh, I think our trip to Chicago TARDIS this year has been truncated, and we're going to have to say that we're not going to be present at that. Rachel will have to be our representative. Rachel is going to be our Rachel's representative. Rachel's going to be our representative. She, I have been in contact with her, oh, have and you? she's going to send us some um, reports. Oh, or, good. Or a Excellent. big report. We, we will have report or reports mm -hmm. from Chicago TARDIS. But in the meantime, we will also have um, probably a side trip on... Uh, Adventure in, space Adventure in Space and Time, so that uh, because I'm, I'm sure we're going to run that gambit of running all the way up to the speed limit on uh, <laughs> our, 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 our 50th time. So we'll put out something special for Adventure in Space, because I'm sure we'll have comments about that, too. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, and then since we will not be at Chicago TARDIS, we will still continue the anniversary celebrations, because I'm going to get my multi-doctor story in, whether they give it to me or not. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching The Five Doctors the week after on 1129. And then our show 153 continues our multi-doctor celebrations with the light at the end from Yay! Big Finish. So there's that. Yes. And then lots of more goodness on the schedule. Lots more goodness to come, and I'll get more of it posted as we get closer. Uh, we know the 10th Planet Spare Parts is on there eventually. So. Spare, uh, that's actually the following week. 10th yeah. Planet and Spare Parts. I'm sorry, so. I have to say that because I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that one. And now that uh, uh, IDW seems to have finally stabilized some of their uh, release structure, and we know for sure that the time machine is available. Yes, <laughs> no. yes. I'll be able to, what? It's not IDW. IDW's finalized some of their stuff with the comic books. Yes. Prisoners time. of Time. Prisoners of Time, which we Prisoners know that time. is available. And for the time early. machine yeah. is available. We'll be able to get our 11th yes. Doctor celebrations oh, okay. out. I didn't so, want anybody to be confused. No, don't confuse the two. We've got confused. Prisoners of Time and Dimensions. We and still have another issue of Destiny the Prisoners of Time, then, right? We have two left. No, well, that's made beyond yeah, 11 and the 11. 11. But 11 is out. Okay. So you can, you can go pick up 11 now and in your in your comic book store yeah. if you want. 12 will come out on Wednesday. actually has a physical copy of it. Yes. yes. Thanks to Sean. Don't thank me. Thank Diamond for crinkling it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. It's still cool. Yeah, so, so there's that. All right. Well, if that's going to do it for this week, until next week. I'm Glenn. <laughs> Paul McGann. <laughs> you are not Paul McGann. You're not Paul McGann. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be seeing you. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.